of podcast 572 as always i'm your host kyle i'm joined by my two friends dan and matt uh we're gonna we're gonna kick it off right away this week uh we'll talk about what we've been playing uh i have been playing i'm pretty much at the end of the dead space remake that's the first thing i'm gonna talk about this week Mm -hmm. um i'm like i'm chapter 11 there's 12 chapters in that game i'm on chapter 11 um so i could talk a lot more about it than i have uh last week Um, when i was like majorly sick too so um the thing that i think the thing that's really cool about the remake it's so i'd still put it on the same levels like resident evil 2 resident evil 3 remake Mm -hmm. it's that level in terms of quality but they've also um and i think resident i believe resident evil 2 3 to an extent did this as well they've actually added some like bonus side missions that weren't in the original game and then when one of the side missions for example is like you're getting different pieces of different rigs that some of the other engineers that worked okay. on the ship had. Yeah. When you put them all together, it gives you like a master unlock. And then there are a couple new like master doors that have some of the upgrades hidden behind That's cool. them for your stuff. That wasn't in the okay. original game. That's neat. So um there's a side mission that focuses more on like what hap what what happened with your wife on the ship, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that's like one of them as well. It just gives a little more backstory. And then there's another side mission that centers on like what happened to a certain character when they transformed into one of these necromorphs. Uh, so it kind of just gives some backstory. It's nothing like major. Sure, but, but that's cool. That's game. just like, yeah, that's just extras. But and I can't remember. Have you, did you play the original Dead Space Dan or no? Uh, back when it came out. So okay. yeah. Do you, uh, okay. Do you remember? You'll probably remember the shittiest achievement in that game. Was Wasn't the it just you like had to fire those on... cannons? Oh yeah, okay. Okay, they have completely redone that part of the game. Okay, so it you it's not like you walk into a room where you sit in a gun and fire a cannon anymore. Mm-hmm. You actually go outside, and there's oh. a part of the ship where you're outside, and then there are three different cannons you have to like reprogram. When you oh. program them, uh, you take over control of them manually, and you actually aim like you're aiming your gun. And it moves the oh, the, that's the big cannon around, yeah. And then you shoot the asteroids, and you have to hit a certain amount of them, and then it's like recalibrated, and you move on to the next. Okay, one. that's cool. like it's completely redone. Yeah. Like it blew my mind because I got I'm like, oh, this is gonna really. That's suck. what remakes uh, it, should it be. Like remakes should be like this, where it's a game everybody likes. We're gonna make it better, and then we're gonna add content and, and tweak it and. You know, obviously that game came exactly. out 15 years ago, so they probably couldn't do some of the stuff they wanted to do now. And for like, sure, this right, is, for but sure. this is what remakes should be. Like, I, <laughs> I just it blew my mind when the door opened. I'm like, wait, this isn't. I'm not yeah. getting into some big cannon. Like, I'm flying outside. Like, what? Just, there's so many like things about between like what's a remaster, what's a remake, all this kind of stuff. And there's places for both of these, and we'll talk about uh, an important remaster later. But. <laughs> But like this is what a remake should be. It shouldn't. Absolutely. It should tweak the game and fix the game. 
absolutely and like they uh so like that part's completely redone and then they also removed that achievement. there's no achievement for that anymore okay. which is nice they've added a, a uh they've added a permadeath achievement so there's a permadeath mode um and then there's also i that that was not in the original game but the one that was in the original game was beat the game with just the plasma cutter so i think uh i heard that the permadeath thing is glitched if you don't update your game you can do it oh really yeah we're like know. if you if you don't I looked I, it's it something yet, so. like if you if you didn't update it it just doesn't matter you could die and just okay. keep going apparently basically that from what i read like if you want to go for everything it takes three playthroughs sure so like you do your first playthrough then there's a new game plus mode where you can finish upgrading all the other weapons and then you would do your permadeath with everything upgraded mm-hmm. so but um it's it's been fantastic like it, it again incredibly uh impressive visually like i understand why this this is a game that did not come out on last gen at all it is only right. ps5 and xbox that's the weirdest so, part yeah, yeah. So, which is really cool. I know it did really well. So, it'll be interesting to see what they do next. If they do a remake of two, or if they actually do a new Dead Space, which would be cool. I could see them also branching off and like, okay, we'll take part of the team, remake a remake of two, and remake this other team. The Wii one. Oh, extraction (laughs) (laughs) with the with the weird motion. Yeah, like I, you know, that game did. I think switch only to the PS3. No, no, I know it did at some point. Yeah, so. Yeah, make it switch only. With make them. it switch only. <laughs> I Graphically, it looks one, the same. I wanted to. There you go. Well, I mean, it, it probably <laughs> well. on the switch. So, well, <laughs> so um, the only other I got two other like major things I did. So I also played. They put out um, and we talked about. It, I think last week. Really excited about it. Age of Empires two for the first time mm-hmm. is out on console. Yeah, that's cool. Um, the biggest thing to note about this, it controls fantastic. Like somehow they have found a way better than Halo Wars, which I think was kind of for me the gold standard. Halo Wars is pretty good control, yeah. RTS with a controller, this is better. So, like it, and it it has a fantastic tutorial you can play, which will show you exactly how to control it. But the way they've kind of hot keyed everything to each button on the controller makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty clean. um, It's really clean. So I know Matt's played some of it too. So. Um, but the other thing that's cool, you don't see this, you don't see this too often, I guess a little bit with some of these systems, but you can actually like up or down like the visuals as well, depending on what system you're, you're on kind of like a PC. So oh, you okay. put it ultra, like I ran an ultra on the series X. It's fine. Like nothing. I'm happened, surprised but. more Xbox games. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do know I'm not going to do it because I think the controller is fine, but you can plug in a keyboard and mouse to your Xbox. Oh you yeah. Really I would assume. To. Yeah. So. That's neat though. But uh, it's a fantastic port. I just I have not played much of it because I'm trying to get through Dead Space. And then uh, I picked up Hogwarts today, but I've not even touched it. Um, but the biggest thing that I've dived into in the last two weeks is I got my Steam Deck. Ooh. So I bit I bit the bullet. I did my taxes and I bought a Steam Deck. <laughs> um, so and that was what I said I was going to do anyway. So it came super fast. Like when I ordered it, it said, you know, one or two weeks. It shipped within three days. And it shipped overnight. Like I didn't pay for overnight ship. It just was here the next day. Oh, well, <laughs> like after they're cool. like, Here hey you man, go. I don't think Valve both, cares. No, and both things came too. Like the, the I bought the dock for the TV as well. They were both here like next day, and it was really cool. Um, so <laughs> I'll preface it by saying like, as a handheld system, it's it is fantastic. Yeah, I think bar none. Like especially if you're somebody who's been using the Switch for the last six years. You go to this, it's a night and day difference just in terms of visuals, 
in terms of performance. You can pretty much run any game you want to run at 60 frames. No That's problem. Insane. So, Awesome. Uh, but again, I think I think the highest output that the, the uh, handheld does is 720p, kind of like the Switch. But mm. the the screen's also bigger and looks better yeah. than the Switch. I don't have an OLED Switch, so. Uh, but I've run I've run quite a few games on it. Um, the games the game that I played the most of uh, randomly is Victor Braun. I don't know if you ever heard of that. I game. remember that game. Yeah. Uh, it's got the, the main character is the same dude that uh, voiced the Witcher. Yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's just a Diablo like clone. It runs really well and it's really fun to play on there. So it's probably how I'm going to actually play through that game now. Uh, but that's a really good one. I kind of went through cause like, so how it works is like they have a, they'll pull like your entire library when you set it up. Yeah. And then it'll tell you like, okay, these are games that, you know, selectively will play well. We've tested these games. Right. And then, like, you can install everything else, but it will tell you, like, hey, this game just does not work. So mm. there are certain oh. games that just – and you'd be surprised. Like, I'll give you an example. Resident Evil 2 Remake, you can play on the Switch deck, no problem. Resident Evil 3 Remake, no. Just doesn't – just not work. That's weird. And I don't know if it's just mm. nobody's tested it to make sure it works or what. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of Steam games. Well, so, I mean, the list never ends. Yeah. Yeah. The list never ends. So – Maybe just it's just, but you would think something that popular would work on the will work on the Steam Deck if Resident Evil Two Remake does because they're they're pretty similar, you know. I don't. They're you'd have to three assume. isn't pushing anything more visually, than right? <laughs> so, um, I didn't. I I don't have Seven or Village on Steam, so I couldn't tell you if those work on there or not. But I have like I can play, um, like Resident Evil Five will work, Resident Evil Four will work, like any of those. The original like remake that came out. The well, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that one would. <laughs> um, try to, like what else have I put on there? What's like the newest game you have that you tried? So, <laughs> it's not the it's not the newest game, but the other one I was I laughed at when uh, they've like super tested this game to work on there, The mm-hmm. Witcher Three. Oh, I would assume I they would have cool. super tested oh, yeah. that. I would assume most like so. major stuff they were like. We got to make sure Skyrim works. We got to make sure Skyrim. You can do Witcher works. We got to make sure Fallout works. I'm sure if you start trying to pile on mods and stuff, it probably tanks the performance Mm -hmm. of but I of that thing. But I I would assume, yeah, I would say at this point, like they they put in the effort to make sure the big name game, like Call of Duty, probably works. Um, You can play. I don't have any of them on right, but but I I would assume some of them for sure. I don't know if the most recent, but like. I saw like whatever the last Black Ops was it Cold War I believe that as long as as long as Fortnite Um, works I mean who really cares about anything else right (laughs) so and I haven't done uh, I know this works I haven't tried this yet but uh, when you load it up it's essentially like you're running big picture mode at all times like that's Mm kind of how the UI works you can get out of that and actually go to like a Linux desktop and that's how you would access like let's say you wanted to stream games off the Xbox Cloud from Game Pass Mm -hmm. you can do that I just haven't tried that yet yeah so i've read good stuff about it so like all the strengths of this is the sound like for a handheld the sound's incredible the way it feels like in my hand it feels like a game gear that's what it feels like that's me. okay though i i mean it like feels like gaming <laughs> bigger i like bigger handheld stuff like it's bigger but it's, yeah. it's extremely comfortable right so um and then like it has obviously it has a, the analog sticks on the left and right and then it has those touch pads which are actually kind of nice too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so that works for some that i've done like some shooters you can run like most recent game that i i could install i've not installed it i've seen uh, videos of other people playing i'm sure it's fine doom eternal okay yeah <laughs> seen that's, doom a, eternal running that's a good that's example crazy yeah that's pretty crazy so 
Especially um, that but, that's running at sixty frames on a handheld. That is nuts. I mean seven it's seven twenty <laughs> Even but still yeah, though, sixty frames. That's that's pretty nuts. So again, every part of this thing handheld is fantastic. The where the downfall or the shortcomings of it are right now is the dock for me. Hmm. So the dock can output at 4K, but the problem is it has to what like the developer of the game has to actually allow it. From my understanding, when I went and looked, because hmm. I had to dig through, I had to dig through some Steam forum posts to figure it out. Because I hooked it up, and one of the games that I wanted to play is like I want a good way to play this game at 60 frames. There's no good way unless you're sitting in front of a computer. Is Dragon's Dogma? I'd okay. actually like to play that game. So I install Dragon's Dogma, loads up just fine on the on the deck. You load that up on a TV, it's 720p. It is blurry as shit oh, on the no. TV. Hey. I, I, I have my glasses on. I'm like, I can't see like, what's going on. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so I went and looked at the resolution. I'm like, that shouldn't be right. And then I, I forget. I tried like, two other games after, like Victor Vaughn and then whatever else. They're all 720p. So that's why I'm going to investigate it and looked into that. So, so it's game specific. It's, to, it's not a hardware yeah. thing. Mm exactly so they have to actually allow it which is weird you can run the ui obviously at 4k yeah no problem but when you go into the actual game so that that's a little bit of a tougher pill to swallow so i'll say like i i've hooked it up once to my tv in my office which is not an oled and that was a little bit easier it's on the oled it was unplayable like dragon's dog i was just like this is so i can't i can't even understand what's going on so maybe that'll be a handheld journey for me i don't know um, I also did try because the main reason I bought it is I want to play some of those older JRPGs I have on there. Like, there's, yeah. other than 3DS, there's not a really good way to play Chrono Trigger, especially that new version where you can speed up and slow down, like all yeah. the stuff with the battles. Mm-hmm. You can do that on the Steam Deck, right? So, and that works just great. So, uh, I have all those older East games on on there. Those yeah, all work. that would be so a good place to play. Except one, there's one that does not work. Seven for whatever reason, huh. not playable on the deck. Um, but Don't yeah, that would be a good thing for like the, the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters, you know, aside from obviously yeah, they're coming out later, but like if you already have them, that would be good. Exactly. The one thing that I was thinking of, and we'll we'll talk about it when we get to the Nintendo Direct news later, but there's that um, Etri and Odyssey oh, uh, yeah. HD remaster coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are on Steam. Switch would, or the, the Steam Deck might be the way that I would play those. Yeah, I mean, I potentially. Yeah. Yeah. For That's sure. a good idea. That was the that was the one thing I was thinking about. So, um, but it, it's, it's just, it's fantastic overall as a handheld, the, the dock part of it needs a little work. The other thing you have to remember is like, this thing still is kind of an early access thing. Like they're still, well, yeah, I mean, they're still, 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 still yeah, yeah, it's come way far. Like I was reading posts from a year ago when it came out where like, it clearly was like, Hey, we have something here, but it's not quite done. It's mm-hmm. much more polished today. Like with all the updates. And stuff, yeah. So, it's just nice, especially if you've like the last 10 years, you've looked at everything else Valve has tried to do hardware wise that has failed the Steam Link, the Steam Controller. Remember Steam Machines? Oh, God. We <laughs> had gonna to do all those. Remember when exactly. we had to like push those at the store and we had, I think, <laughs> yes. two, Very like good. we had two or four of them, but they were stupid yeah. expensive. And the Steam Machines were just a dumb, like, pre-built pc and they were all the specs were different but the other part Mm -hmm. about them that was dumb is like any really any company could make them if they wanted to so there wasn't like a a unified thing of steam machines they were just pointless i think we had i think they finally like went down in price and that's when we finally sold a couple and we just never got them again yeah exactly so it's 
Um, but th- it's nice to see now. It's like here, it, this thing, and it, this thing doesn't. It, this thing is not going after the big boy councils. This thing's going no. after the switch. Yeah, that's clearly what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And like, it just more or less now really makes me want to have a the next switch, whatever that is. But I think the other but nice yeah. thing about it is like for someone like me who I have a PS Five, I have a Switch, I have mm-hmm. a uh, you know a One X. I haven't even gotten. I don't have a reason to have a Series X yet, but. I also don't want to have to buy a gaming PC and like this and like no. constantly have to yeah. upgrade. like, this is for me. This is someone who wants to play specific PC games. Like, like you said, like RPGs, visual novel stuff, yeah. uh, puzzle I mean, there's, games. There's so many of those. Though. Right. Puzzle but like a, a lot one. of the good ones that are on PC don't make it to console in a way that makes sense to play. So I would just like, that's what a steam deck is for. Like I, that's why I'll <laughs> My, get one. Uh, my game of the year last year, Splitgate, is fully playable on the Steam. There you go. That's all that matters. You can you can play that online. Like I probably wouldn't play it that way. But, but what about I laugh when I look Halo here. Infinite? Does that work? I mean, you can. Well, actually, that is on Steam, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So I don't know. I because I don't have it on Steam. So why not? I, I can't answer that. I can tell you the very first thing that popped up when I pulled up like my Steam library. You know, after I logged in my account and everything, very first thing, and it makes sense because it's the most popular game on the Steam Deck, Vampire Survivors. Well, of course. First thing that popped up. You want to play this? I'm like, I do, but I'm yes. And then and then Kyle lost 12 hours of his day. (laughs) Well, I also don't have the DLC on the Steam version, so not that it's expensive. Oh, I know the the dollars. Bro, the dollars are so much. I know. You just got your taxes. He just wasted all that money on Steam Deck. I, I'll kind of do a check in on the Steam Deck as as we you know keep going here throughout the year, but I, right now like just my initial impressions of it are very strong. Like it's yeah. it's definitely if you want that system, it is worth the price. I would also say like unless you're hardcore and you need that like etched glass version that's like seven hundred fifty dollars. From my understanding, all the research I did before I bought it those other higher models have more storage. They do have M2 drives, but the system doesn't actually take advantage of that speed. Oh, so that really is pointless. Paying for, and that's why I didn't do it. Cause originally I was like, I'm going to do the middle tier. Cause I want to take advantage of the speed. Right. I'll say yeah. this. It's depending on the game. It is most of the times faster than a switch. Sometimes about the same length. It really depends on the game that you're playing. Sure. I mean, uh, that's both. But again, think be. about what you're loading. Uh, I'll give you another good example. They uh, mafia definitive, like the remake of the first yeah, one, because yeah. I have that on Steam, that's playable fully. And that's okay. a pretty hefty, like, remake. <laughs> so, yeah. like, if you play that, on, I played that on PC, and, like, that game... Well, they just added it to Plus. I was thinking about giving I it a I saw that. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's a very good remake, so... Uh, but I'll check in throughout the year on the, on that thing and kind of keep going with it. There's some other stuff. Is is it going to replace like me buying a main line game, like a big budget game, like something like Hogwarts Legacy to play on there? No, no. But yeah, um, there are some. There are certain things, like I said, that Etrian Odyssey thing. Maybe I'll just play that here, or I, I'll give you another good example because I have it on my wish list for hopefully when it goes cheaper. Triangle Strategy is on, yeah. is on mm-hmm. Steam octopath one is on there like yeah. like octopath two will probably come and then uh bravely default one two are on there, yeah all so. that stuff is getting added mm-hmm. that stuff will probably yeah. run much better there so i would assume so uh those are other things that i would look at at some point so but um I'll, like i said we'll check in on it more throughout the year and then the last thing that i played and it'll lead into what you've been playing is i tried the theater rhythm demo mm-hmm. um I, how many of these games have there been like two only three? two before 
both okay. 3ds games i think i played the first one on 3ds and, and and enjoyed it i tried the demo i think it's really cool you played much more of it than i did yeah. i just played a couple of the final fantasy 7 songs i think i did whatever the first part of that was and then said this is really yeah. cool i'll wait for it to be on sale i would like to play it but it's at a really weird time well it'll, yeah, it'll be on out, sale so. at some point it'll be on sale yeah i um, i don't think it's a hard to get game it will be a hard to get well I, I mean the whole point of that game realistically is digital anyway like that's that's kind of the point yeah. of that game because it is a really stupid thing about it is the physical copy is 50 bucks and you know as someone who prefers physical in general and like especially Final fantasy type stuff like i, I have yes. to get physical copies of all the stuff if possible um it's cool, but there's no way to – you couldn't buy, like – there's no deluxe physical edition. I hate when games do this because this is a common theme now where, uh, like, yeah, the physical sense. the physical version of a game is just the game. And then it's like – but we have two different digital deluxe editions that come with the season pass, and it comes with this, and it comes with this. Like, I get it, and I <laughs> yeah. get from your standpoint, maybe you don't want to make other physical versions of this stuff. But then it just becomes complicated because sometimes when this stuff happens – and we'll see if it becomes the case with this. I, I hope it doesn't. Like obviously the the digital ones have more songs, like a lot more songs, and it's songs mm-hmm. from not just Final Fantasy stuff. Like there's Live Alive songs, there's uh, Near songs, Chrono Trigger. There's Chrono Trigger songs. Like there's songs from tons Near. of stuff. And um, yeah. yeah, they kind of went buck wild with that right. Uh, point, God, there's just... like I think it ends up being 385, if not more. Yeah, something it's, like it's, that. It's a it's a huge list. It's insane. If you and... like any Square Soft from that era, you'll yeah. Be name a name a song you care about, and it's in the game. Yeah. Um, and but the problem is, is am I going to get locked out of five or ten songs because there's not a way for me to buy the appropriate DLC that adds this stuff? Yeah. And that's the kind of yeah. stuff that I wouldn't put a bad score to do because that kind of stuff this is is their business and what they like to do to people. Um, yeah, that is. That being said, like the game is good. As someone who played a lot of the 3DS ones, I was curious as to how because obviously those are stylus games because it's all about tapping the screen and following the line yeah. on the screen and swiping in yeah. certain directions. I was wondering how that was going to work with a controller. It works pretty well. It works um, pretty well. Yeah. That's about, about as well as you could hope. The only, the only thing I don't like is the follow the line one doesn't maybe I didn't, I didn't go through options. So maybe there's a way for me to tweak like sensitivity or whatever, because sure. It doesn't seem to quite follow what in my head is the right motion. Um, okay. Yeah, but I just like it's it's a fun, weird little game where like you go on quests and you play songs and you fight bosses and all this kind of stuff just by playing along to the music. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm gonna probably put a bunch of time into it. And the trophies on it, they have not released it, and I don't know what that's gonna be like. I assume it's gonna, it's gonna be, be a nuts. nightmare because even certain songs on like the standard difficulty can get kind of weird. But there's like mm-hmm. five difficulty levels, and the last one is like supreme. Supreme is insane. It's unbelievable. And I mean, the controller works in a way where like basically every button is an input and then just following the, you know, flicking the sticks is the sticks. Yeah, so that's right. okay. But there's a lot going on at any given time. Like sometimes you're holding two buttons down while you're flicking a stick a different way and you're moving. And then the next thing you immediately have to move the line up. And then it's weird. But um, it's just a, if you like Final Fantasy soundtracks, which, you know, I listen to those occasionally um yeah, just in no, general like it's it's a fun thing to play through and it just seems like they're finally putting it all together so that that yeah. comes out soon um that's you know the next big final fantasy game to play and get through before um 16 well, well no pixel. i got pixel, pixel remasters to finish before 16 i don't think i'm gonna get all six of those done before that but 
Uh, we'll no. see. Um, I look forward to that too. I, I got too. faith in you. <laughs> That's a lot of Final <laughs> Fantasy content back to back to back to back I to back admit, to back. Like one and two are probably not lengthy compared to like when you get to three. And They're not, and that's just because they were NES. Games. These ones aren't yeah. because they are the NES versions and not the Game Boy Advance ones yeah. that added more stuff. So, but when you start to get into three, when they add like the job system in more of a hardcore mm-hmm. way, and then obviously when you hit four, the whole thing changes and it becomes. Absolutely. 50 hours just to play through the game um yeah so i and and i don't remember if if the four pixel remaster is the japanese version or the american version because those are different where the japanese version is harder because okay. so what happened was when they brought it on the super nintendo back in the day they dumbed it down for america because okay we're idiots which is fine because we are <laughs> but when they eventually released it as part of Chronicles on PlayStation, they gave you the um, Japanese version, which was notably harder, uh, just because like, the level scaling was different. So I, I would assume the remaster is probably that version, which is better because it makes the game more interesting. But yeah. um, the only other stuff I've played is like just more cleanup stuff. Like the last like what two weeks, I've put more time into Babylon's Fall than any person ever should. <laughs> just because well, like shutdowns i got eight i have 18 right? days to finish it i've got huh. the upgrade the trophies are pretty much the only thing left and okay. the problem with that is that just you have to grind like crazy and mm. um you have to do specific things in the game called sieges which are like end game content and okay. but the power level for those is like 220 and i'm i just hit 145 so you just have to constantly redo the mm. I will say, luckily, you can replay like a level fifty power mission and get better gear. So like, okay. you can just spam lower tier stuff to get better stuff, but you still have to finish a mission to get hopefully eight better pieces of gear just to do it again. And you only go up in power like maybe two or three a mission, sometimes four. Yeah. Um, and then of course there's materials you have to gather, and you have to have the right kind of materials, and like you have to break down all your stuff so you have the mater- like. Man, it's just it's a cycle and. It's funny because the more I play it, like, there is a game in here somewhere that could have been good. Like, (laughs) it it exists where, like, the combat isn't terrible, but, again, it looks like trash. Um, You're so fucking slow like that. It's just (laughs) mind-numbing. That traversal (laughs) stuff is bad. Um, and, And the story, I couldn't, you know, obviously I skipped as much of it as I could, but from what I even paid attention to makes zero sense. So like there, there was something in it, but it feels like it should have soul somewhere. There's something, but it took, (laughs) it came out two years early, you know, and it just, and it just is dead now. So I've done, I'm played, I got two weeks to finish this and I think I can get it done. Which to be fair, we tried to do a siege like a, so somebody like, you can start a mission and queue it up and like yeah. other people could jump in. So sure, yeah, somebody yeah. started a siege mission because you know, there's only 15 other people still playing this game. So I see the same people every day and I could tell that this guy was just doing sieges. So my buddy and I were like, let's jump in and maybe we can just like piggyback off of him, let him kill the thing mm-hmm. and we'll get the benefits and maybe that'll get us up faster. We loaded the siege. I was dead in maybe two seconds. I don't even think the thing loaded properly before I died. Dang. So, because I got hit by one thing and was just out, you, there was not even a place to hide. So we're like, "Well, I guess we can't cheese it that way." So that's kind of the bummer, and uh, I'm just gonna have to run 
you know, all weekend or, or whatever I can up until time is out. Um, other than that, I mean, other than that, I, I've been playing wrestling and, and finishing that up. Um, yeah. Playing through the storyline stuff now. And that stuff's interesting. I They need to fix it for next year, which I hope they do. Mm-hmm. Um, because, Matt, did you play the storyline stuff in it? Like the My Rise, uh, like create a character kind of stuff? So I never do those. Okay. Okay. I, I, I play like the showcases and then like the GM yeah, mode. I'm running through the um, showcase stuff too. It's good. Yeah, I did. I don't know because I know it takes a while to get through that. It like, does. The way you have to start it. And I'm just, I don't. The I thing don't know I, I want to, the thing I don't like about it is they make it seem like you're, you're choosing your path, right? Like, oh, you can choose exactly. to do this. You can choose to do that. You can fight this person. But then you realize as you're going through it that it, it's taking you to the same point no matter what. Like, exactly. you have to, so like playing as a female character and on SmackDown, you have to win the title from Asuka. It will, nobody else will win it in the time you're on the show. You're going to do the same scripted fights up until that point because the game is literally built around you facing her and doing specific things. So, like, right. you, you get to the Rumble, and, you know, the Rumble should be win the Rumble and get your shot at a title. And if you don't, then something else happens. But mm-hmm. in the Rumble, it's scripted that Beth Phoenix knocks you out so you have to fight Beth Phoenix up until WrestleMania to get your shot back to fight Oscar. So like it's there's an illusion of choice and it doesn't really yeah. exist. I would really like it for that mode to to literally be like dynamic in a way where like it creates a match for you. It goes the it goes yeah. other direction. And then take. but then other but yeah. then other things are happening in the background. Like let's say Charlotte beat Oscar for the title while you were trying to work your way up to it. Now you have to fight Charlotte. Like there needs to be not following a script. It needs to be dynamic. And I'm hoping that they look sure. at that for 23. I mean, obviously 23 there war games is the huge thing for it, which looks pretty good. Which, um, yeah, it look, that looks awesome. yeah, that looks awesome. I mean, tweaking GM mode, GM mode needs tweaks for sure. For sure. Um, it's just missing a lot of content. I, I get it. Cause it's, it's the first it time is. it's been back in, however long but it's missing a lot like yeah. you can't even do triple threats it's su- super weird um so i've been playing 22 maybe trying to get myself more interested in, in actually maybe buying 23 and then um you know and then just other muso games because like i i'm pretty much done with warriors all-stars and now i'm trying to clear okay. out that dragon quest game before i'm done but that's all i've really done the, you talking about the dragon quest warriors yeah the heroes game that game's fun because it's okay. it's a it's another game's like cool. Muso game where it's basic where it's like you just pick a mission and you go do a mission. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah, I, re- I enjoyed that. Yeah. One. The first there was two of them, right? Yeah. It's like a dumbed down okay, version of Dynasty of Warriors. I, the first one was the one I played. Mm-hmm. I have both. Yeah. So, okay. It's a it's a it's a really toned back version of Dynasty Warriors, but in it a is. in a good yeah. way because it's more focused. For but sure. That's it. The one the one thing I was gonna add and then uh, I'll turn it over to you, Matt, because mm-hmm. I just remembered it. I was on the uh, so I went the one thing I did download that uh, power wash simulator level and I kind of messed oh, around. Yeah. With oh There's yeah, no achievements for it, which is dumb. But uh, the Tomb Raider level, I mean, it's hermit. You're cleaning up her mansion. It's yeah, fun. I watched a little uh, bit of it. Cool. But when I when I was on the store and I was downloading that uh, thing came up and it was just like something about DLC for House Flipper. I'm like, what's this? Oh, the pet stuff. DLC I've heard of. 
Well, there's there's two of them oh. I missed. So there's the pets one, which I guess is pretty new. Yeah. And then there's another like a luxury one. Oh. And so I went and looked. And I was like, okay, well, if they updated the achievements, I'll spring for this. They they updated the achievements. So okay, I got to go back and do that now. Yeah, so I bought both of those. Power Wash, I I added it I to my to. <laughs> wish list on PlayStation because as much as I do want to okay. play that game, I know it will go on sale quick. It will go on sale oh, because it's, it's what 25, it's like it's twenty five, which I think is fair. But with the amount it's of other fair, stuff but... I'm playing and the way that the prices on the store go up and down like insane, yeah, the, I'll turn it on one day and that thing will be twenty or it'll be fifty. There'll be a summer yeah. sale where it'll be like fifty. Yeah, exactly. So I can time. wait. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that yeah. in there because I was like, okay, I, I'm going to go back to House Flipper if I can. That's a great, that's a great thing. So, uh, Matt, what have you been playing? Uh, so I'm still uh, grinding on Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That has not changed, which I'm I'm proud okay. of myself. I'm like, yeah, granted, it's been about a month now that <laughs> I've been playing that. <laughs> that game, I, that game will take a while. So. I mean, at least I can say I stayed dedicated to it. So I'm I'm at least trying to play like an hour and a half to two hours every day um realistically i don't get that much but i mean still i still have fun it's still been fun um again as i still play more and more through it i just i just hate the fact that it doesn't feel like an assassin's creed game and i just i it's hard to get past that like yeah like for me when i played through it i didn't look at it as an assassin's creed game i just looked at it as a big open world like greek mythology game yeah and i enjoyed it for that that was also like when I played through that game and I did, it took me like a month to do everything, but that was the, like one of the first games I played when COVID hit and oh, you yeah. couldn't go or do anything. Yeah, so much. that was like, I'd, I'd work. And then that was literally what I dumped all my time into. So yeah. all my free time went into that for a month. But so um, yeah, I don't look at it as an Assassin's Creed game. Really. It's, yeah, I think it's a different game. I think that's just where I'm still at. Yeah. Like I still, I look at it because there's still the Eagle point of view where you have to, there is, get yeah. to the peaks and you have to jump off stuff so like my problem is i keep jumping off of everything and losing like <laughs> half my health yeah because like, i'm like you can't do that i should one. be able to yeah. do this yeah but um i mean i'm still it's still I'm, I'm just proud of myself for playing through it so far um i did uh start playing uh age of empires two and three so i'm playing two okay. on the xbox and then i'm playing okay. three on pc okay and, yeah uh, it's... so i don't ever play through i've never played a campaign in age of empires okay i only strictly play like exhibition matches because i just that's what i, I did for age of empires 2 like all the time yeah. so i'm gonna try and do that with with the xbox version is actually play through the campaign yeah i was actually mm-hmm. thinking about doing the same because i was like oh you know what maybe i should actually take the opportunity to, to see what a campaign of this game really is yeah just i kind of got I, that taste know. of it from the tutorial because it's yeah. kind of like a little bit of, and i was like okay if this is how that is like i should probably actually try that yeah uh, so i really I liked how the that. tutorial was i like really? i wasn't mm-hmm. out of all the other tutorials i've played recently i think that one didn't piss me off as much as the other <laughs> ones have so. no it takes it's it takes its time to show you exactly how those controls work yeah in a way because like i, I mean I, that, that's the first thing i'll say if you just load up the game and you're going to go load an exhibition match, you probably will have a little difficulty getting around the controls. But if you play that tutorial, it shows you exactly how everything works, how everything is hot keyed to whatever button. And once you know that, like you're, you're golden on playing yeah. the game. It so. feels really fluid. Like, like you said mm-hmm. earlier. And like I said, um, 
Age Empires 3 is still, like, I was playing that on PC and having fun with that, too. Like, yeah, I just like those games. They're just, like, throwaway fun playing games to me. Like, I don't take them seriously or nothing like that. Like, I also play, like, I play with a lot of cheats on the PC. Okay, yeah. Just because it's the fun. fun like, the can I get the yeah. monster truck and run over everybody? Like, yeah. Yeah, of course. Why not? Why you get the, like, convertible or whatever in Age of yeah. Empires 2 with me. Yeah. yeah. Those are um, good. That and uh, I I downloaded a couple of games on Game Pass that were okay. like preview games or like coming soon. Um, but one did you do the up... robot one? Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't no. think of the name of it. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about, but okay. I didn't download that one yet. I did try that one, um, but I didn't continue because it doesn't have achievements yet. So I was like, oh uh, wait, because I don't want to get too far in it. Um, yeah. That seemed really cool. It kind of like Borderlands. It's kind of like Borderlands, but it's a it's a rogue game. So yeah, but that that was pretty cool. So yeah. what what ones did you try then? I just tried uh, that one Inclunati. Okay, um, I've seen it. I I don't know. I I don't know anything about it other than that. I saw the picture of it. So I didn't play what? through a lot of it yet. I played okay. the, like the tutorial part of it, and like it's like a turn based drawing game okay that makes sense um but yeah like you have to like you you're you're given turns and opportunities to go and you have to like break through like parts of the stage like there's like a wall in a way so you have to break through the wall to get to the opponent and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. it's an interesting little thing um I don't know a lot about it right now because like right in the tutorial it's pretty basic you're drawing like rabbits and your rabbits have like swords (laughs) or arrows and you're fighting other rabbits so like you don't really know what's happening i don't really know what's happening right now Mm -hmm. but um i'm gonna i'm gonna try to play through some of it to see what it's like so that maybe next uh time when we record i'll have a little more information for you guys um to give you a little feedback on it but from what i played of it it's 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 not boring i mean it looks interesting so i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna go with it looks interesting and i'm gonna give it a run through i i looked up the game it's generically just called robo quest yeah (laughs) so i could i knew it had like a like the most basic name but uh yeah like i said i played like i don't know i played like 30 minutes of it and i thought it was really cool but i like i said i didn't want to get too far because then if they add achievements that's dumb so yeah uh, but really cool like idea. So and it's it's one of those game preview games. Yeah, I saw they added like three or four game preview games. And then the other yeah. thing they added, which I I have installed, I I really want to play it. It's the worst fucking time to put this game out on Game Pass. Is that SD Gundam Battle Alliance game? Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to play it so bad. So, but I, I I need to finish. Like I'm so close to the end of Dead Space. I want to start Hogwarts. I don't know when I'm gonna. And Atomic Heart I think is out in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. As well, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play that as well. So it's a rough time. It's <laughs> for, a complicated time for for gamer. playing uh, for new games. That's for mm-hmm. sure. So was there anything? Was there anything else you played, or does that wrap up for you? Nope, that wraps up the whole gameplay of the right. for us guys. Well, we got a shit ton of news to get through. Like, like, it's it's stuff, a pretty yeah. last yeah. two weeks very busy, but we also had a surprise Nintendo Direct in there. That was like a, you know, they announced it the day before, like, hey, we're going to talk about some stuff tomorrow. Um, So, but we'll go ahead and kick it off, Dan. I'll let you kick it off the first one because it's MLB. Yeah, well, I just, I finally got my MLB 23, like, 
major news, um, you know, release date and some other information about it. The best news, of course, is yet again comes to Game Pass day one, but you know, will not yeah, will exactly. not be on not. plus. The plus still has so not stupid. added, you know, original uh, uh, any previous MLB games to plus, so even though they own it. Um, it's uh, insane again, uh, where if you buy it on the system by the company who makes it and has, and has been on their system for 15 years, you have to pay a full price. And yeah. if you have an Xbox, you get it for essentially free. If you have a game pass, um, they're still going to have a switch version too. Fine. I get it. But again, this is, we're falling back into the trap of, is this going to hold this game back again? Yeah, it probably is because probably. as always, you know, the collector's edition, I get my hat back this year, which, you know, skipped it last year. Oh, for that's right. Yeah. Quote unquote reasons. Um, so I get my hat back. <laughs> uh, but again, it's a PlayStation 4 disc with a PS5 code in the box. And I've got to have my PS4 game. And so we're, we're still fucking around with this stuff where they can't just let go of previous generations. And part of me understands because... You know, I think you and I have talked about it in the past where surprisingly baseball actually sells pretty well throughout a yeah, year cycle. It does. It sells it does more than I think anybody would think it would just because it is um, kind of a niche sport. And, you know, it seems weird to say that about baseball, but, you know, it's not Madden. It's not FIFA. It's not NBA. And you said it's this baseball. is, and it's right. This is the third year it's been on Game Pass, right? Yeah, this is ever since, yeah, okay. 20, 20, 21, 22. And it's still selling. Or like, 21, 22, 23, yes. Uh, still sells okay. uh, enough to, to cover, obviously. Like, you know, for uh, just as a quick reminder, the only reason it even exists on Xbox and placed in Switch is because baseball has a rights over, like, publishing for this game, like Major League Baseball yeah. does. And they finally just had enough of it and said, you have to put it on everything or we won't let you make it again, period. So so <laughs> oh, there geez. there wasn't really a choice at that point. But it's just interesting that not only that, but Microsoft clearly struck a deal with baseball where they'll put it on Game Pass, but I can't get it on Sony. Fine. Okay. <laughs> I've resigned myself to that fate. Um, the coolest thing about it, though, and, and the thing I'm incredibly excited for, and I actually just watched a, like a presentation thing they did about it, yesterday is they're adding negro league baseball content to this game yeah which is like an un unbelievable thing to add to it. like baseball it only recently even recognized the negro leagues as being like an official baseball mm -hmm. league the content yeah. like they're gonna add it's a cool thing it's awesome to add to and it's gonna yeah. work and it's gonna it's a thing called storylines where essentially there's eight players you'll be able to pick from and you're going to kind of okay. like play through their career uh, up until okay, up, cool. up until like a certain point so like um they've got some negro league teams in it they they buckled down and they did all of the like uniforms as accurate as they could stadiums as accurate as they could they said they had to make a couple changes to stadiums just because they wouldn't Makes work sense. in modern baseball because some stadiums didn't have foul poles and they were oh, <laughs> so they said okay. we kind of have to have those so you know if there's yeah. fair foul <laughs> so we had to do that mm -hmm. some stadiums didn't have dugouts like we have to have those because of the way the game works so I have to make tweaks here and there. I think everybody's going to be okay with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, they showed a very quick thing of like you play as um, Jackie Robinson and like they taught as okay. you're playing the game, the announcers will say things about their careers and like um, what he accomplished and all this other stuff, which is really neat to like 
experience. I'm very excited okay. for this. This is a multi-year. That's really cool. It's a multi-year project. So, like, this is season one. Okay. So, they're going to oh, add wow. more okay. players. Like, they have to, like, hmm. of course, they have to individually license all of these people. So, they have to go to, like, their estates and yeah. get, and get, and which I think most of them are okay with. Like, this is a way to teach people about what Negro League Baseball was and how important it was to baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. One of the things I found the most interesting is a lot of these guys, especially like the pitchers, they have no video of these guys throwing a baseball oh, yeah. or batting. Think about that. So they had to yeah. kind of study any pictures they could find, any videos they okay. could find, anything they could find about how these guys moved <laughs> when they a- did it to try to recreate it in the game. That's a challenge. It is, but they they went really deep in this, and I'm I'm really excited. It's obviously going to be probably the first thing I play in that game. Um, okay, just because you know I'm used to the rest of the the content in the game, but yeah. to add these guys and like we'll probably get Diamond Dynasty cards for these guys, which will be super cool. Maybe there's like you play through their whole and each person's story, and you get their card would be really cool. That'd like that, real. you have to earn it and like play through the mode they want. Uh, I'm very, very excited for this. Like this is, this is the kind of stuff that will help keep the game moving forward. People always bitch or like, oh, fix franchise mode, fix this mode. You can only fix yeah. a franchise mode in a sports game so much. Like, what else do you want? They can work on trade logic and all that kind of stuff, but it's like they're, they're asking, like, let me set prices for programs. You don't want that. Eventually, you're going to play no. a, a couple months of that and turn that off. <laughs> So exactly, I want gameplay fixes and I want new yeah. exciting content like this. So I'm very excited. But no, I, and and that is definitely really really cool for that. When it, that's out next month mm-hmm. already? Yeah, March every is year. It the first week much. is it like March, like first week of March? Uh, no, it's towards like the middle or the end. I want to say middle or end. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of excited. I, coming, I already downloaded it. Coming out. Oh, is it on there? It's like a preload. Yeah. I, I believe so. Okay. Oh, weird. I mean, I wouldn't. They've done that in the past. Yeah, they've done that in the past. Uh, March 28th. But. um, Okay. Yeah, I knew it was coming up. Yeah. It's always around the time the season starts. Yeah. I mean, I would say if you're a casual baseball person or if you like want to see some more historical stuff, because they have the guy who runs the Negro League Museum do the presentations in the game. So they have that's they cool. have like yeah, the guy who knows the most about all of this, <laughs> and that's and that's in for, the game. Like that's just in the game, right? That's not like it's a, a mode. Like you have to buy the yeah. higher tier. No, okay. no, no. It's just a mode. So of that'll the game. be on the Game Pass version. Right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing where that's if you're even cool. like curious about that yeah, stuff, maybe, and you have Game Pass, maybe it's maybe free. Since it's Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. So okay. No, that, that I'm definitely excited. sounds cool. cool stuff. Um, I'm gonna let you do the next one too because you added this is the, this was just another one of these thing. like, you know, I, this comes up every couple of years on a lot of different sites. Yeah, where IGN posted this entire article about, hey, how come the review scores we see on IGN are always like seven or higher? Like nothing. It's very rare anything on it's IGN is ever eight. below a seven. I think the last major thing was Gotham Knights got a five, um, yeah, for well, uh, for obvious reasons, but. So this guy had to write an entire article, like breaking down, like why it's seven and above. And it became basically, well, we're not going to waste our time reviewing stuff that we don't think would get above a seven. So, yeah. (laughs) So if you're, if you're going to omit tons of content based on the fact that it may not be worth your time, 
to rate it on a scale you have created that goes from conceivably one to ten. I don't think you zero. Yeah. I guess zero to ten. Then how is then how is the scale work? Like if, yeah. if if you rate it, so basically they're saying if we choose to rate it, it start the scale starts at a seven, basically. And maybe you can go up one or two or go down one or two on, in extreme cases, but it's gonna be basically be seven to ten. So we're only gonna like rate good content. So then what are reviews? If if yeah, I go to IGN good. and I see they reviewed something, can I just assume it's good now? Do I even need to read the <laughs> score? Because according to them, exactly. seven is good. Ten is a masterpiece. Uh, so, but but that means that the scale isn't weighted properly, and no, so right like not. then this whole thing dragged out in the comments of well maybe you should go back to like seven point five eight eight point five to kind of break it down more. I a you little know, bit more. Yeah, I've been saying the past. Remember, it used to be like eight point two. It's like that stuff is bullshit because like that's that stuff. What's deep. different between eight point yeah. two and eight point one? I think a point five is a big enough gap. And then there were other people that yeah. it's like well maybe you should just do it like five stars like one to five because then yeah. three is good and five is excellent and then you could conceivably get ones well no we're not yeah. we don't want to go that low and we don't want to go to 0.5 because that's too high because then that becomes a 20 point scale as opposed to a 10 point scale or a five point scale but if everything you rate essentially you're telling me starts at a seven then your scale <laughs> does not work no it's also ign scale. is one of the places that seems to give out tens far too often they have no idea of what often. 10 actually means no i've i've actually seen that brought up by some former ign uh editors 10 they were like 10 well, should mean we, you had to fight for a 10 and now it's like there's like 12 games a year yeah a year 10. 10 should be flawless <laughs> like no problems yeah. whatsoever it's perfect in every way and like i'm talking about like this for like media and stuff too like uh, like yeah. they give episodes of TV show 10, 10. I think they gave the Batman movie a 10. I know I know they gave Batman. A I know. 10, I know you're not the I, right person. I wouldn't, to, even say, I wouldn't say it's, but a see, 10 if you're not going to say it's a 10, how is it a 10? <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't tell I'd you it's any, a nine. Right. I would say it's a 10, but, but there, it has, it has, it has issues. to have some problems, right? It, it's too long. Right. There <laughs> you go. Like for starters. But I just, I hate review scales because of this stuff yeah. where, you know, Kotaku, which Kotaku is trash, but they they did a thing <laughs> years ago where they were finally like, we're not even going to say if you should play it or not. We're just going to tell you everything about it. That's yeah. arguably better because I'd rather read an article about something. I know to stay away from yeah, that site that because I don't agree with 90% of the people that work there. Yeah, but it's too politically charged now. They like just, that's the problem. With they, it's it's yeah. too clickbait. They want you to get angry. It's clickbait, and they're trying. And they, they now their new thing is they have their editors will go out on Twitter and try to start fights to get people to come back to the site mm -hmm. because then that generates ad revenue right. for them. So they can That's pay the off the Gawker so. lawsuit, right? Exactly. Well, um, exactly. But yeah, so <laughs> just I read through this article, and the article maybe he made some okay points, but then like the about he went like defending it in the comments it's like maybe you need to pull back mm -hmm. a little bit dude like it's just you're rating episodes of television things like not I, everything is a, is a seven i can already i can already yeah. tell you before it is out uh tears of the kingdom will be ten. A 10 out of 10 i've right? already that's been no that question. was rated when breath of the wild came out Next <laughs> exactly one's a 10. Like, because what was even announced but then exactly. you dig yourself ten. into a hole where can't it can Tears of the Kingdom be better than Breath of the Wild if Breath of the Wild was a 10? It, 
or it can't or be. you dig yourself into the hole of what if it comes out and the person that reviews it doesn't think it's as good and they give it a nine. Right. Well, then they get Gerstmann and they're then let it's go. A huge war. Exactly. <laughs> because it's it's super so. rare that any site ever has like yeah. the it's... balls to to properly rate something because I mean we all know ad mm-hmm. revenue is what pays for these sites. You going there and reading oh, it is sure. what pays for the site. And they like the Gerstmann thing. Most people have heard of, but he honestly it's reviewed very... a game that. His review was pretty on point. And then they it's a six was, out of ten. Yeah. For Kane and Lynch, which you know what that game is a six the out of ten. Yeah, that game's a six out of ten. I would tell you as someone who has played both of them, the first one is very much a six out of yeah, ten. It's a it's a it's the, the epitome of a, a six out of ten game. <laughs> and then you know exactly. they make up some excuse for as to why he's fired the next day, but gee man, that site sure had a lot of Kane and Lynch Kane advertisements and Lynch all over it all the time. Yeah. So like reviews are bought like we know that like and reviews are manipulated by not providing review copy of stuff we know that that's clear look at forespoken they didn't give people copies of that game for a reason (laughs) but um you know if if you're only gonna you know quote unquote waste your time or spend your time on rating stuff you think is going to be good in the first place then the scale is broken you're not rating anything off of merit at that point it's well, gee, I, I I do think that, uh, I mean, what's something coming out? I do think Tears Tears of the Kingdom is going to be worth reviewing. We'll give it a ten, but maybe uh, maybe that Deca Police game, maybe yeah. we, maybe we think that won't be that good. So we just won't even write a single article about it, and that's yeah, how it yeah. works. I, I get it because it's all about clicks, but don't try to defend your shitty review score system when it doesn't no. make sense. It's definitely. I did not. I didn't read the article. I saw you put it in here. Yeah, but like, it's just. I, I mean, for a long time, we've joked about IGN, like, you know, between us and their their specific rating scale, where it's like there's so it, it's it's more egregious with TV shows. Yes. Yeah. I mean, TV episodes than it is, I think, games. But like, I mean, every literally every week, The Last of Us, ten out of ten. Ten. Out I of would 10 guarantee that. Show, and it's like they don't. You, they don't have sure. to watch it to give it a, a to. The the last the Last of Us TV show I have not watched it I will watch it when it's all out I will enjoy it I know sure. I will but I would guarantee that the review score for that that show starts at a nine and then they just have to argue with themselves to see if they give it a ten. <laughs> like, is it a ten this week? I will give it a nine yeah, this episode. Can't give all all every episode a ten or could we? And exactly. then they do anyway, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Well, even think about like recent Marvel movies. Like I think didn't they give Thor uh, seven? I yeah, say they gave but Thor like. Seven. We're finally, I think, well, Marvel's starting to catch up with itself at this point, and it's just... It is. Yeah. But I don't care. I'm here for the ride on that. I don't care, because... <laughs> oh, no, I know. The fact that it exists as a universe is still hard to believe Wild that it. it's still going. It is. So I'll ride it out until it dies. It, is for sure. it doesn't matter to me. Um, next, next news article, not shocking at all. Everybody's skipping E3. We uh like every the big three, all of them. Nintendo will not be there. Microsoft will not be there. Sony will not be. There. We talked about this last year. They're all going to have their own events. Yeah, but they're not going to be at E3. We talked about this last year when it was canceled. It doesn't need to come back. It is dead. Yeah. What is it? An indie showcase? Exactly. Like, like Microsoft just did their first thing, went pretty well. Nintendo's obviously they go well every time. And then Sony does there every so often, which are eh, 
They're hit or miss. Hit or like miss. Some of them, they're not focused. They don't there's seem always as something that's good. Yes, but they're not as focused. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. But they've proven that they can release news on their own cycles, and they do not need yeah. to wait for one week when everyone is releasing news to steal the spotlight from each other. Like, I think there's still like even as it goes on, there's st- they're still going to do those events in June, sure or May, whatever around like the time. That time but- yeah. Each of the companies are still going to have their biggest event of the year for that stuff then. But I think they've learned now in the last couple of years, we don't have to do everything then. We can do stuff throughout the year. Right. But what is yeah. Microsoft's been the slowest to catch up well, to this. I mean, but they like, finally caught up. Again, I'll say their developer thing, like it was fantastic and it was very well paced. Focused. So if they can put one of those out every couple months, that's great. Yeah. So that's what they need. But um, if you're someone who wants yeah, to go to E3, what are you doing there? The Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo like, are not half, there. It's just a bunch of Fortnite. You're going to play Assassin's Creed what it was like for 20 minutes? Yeah. Like, I don't. Oh, yeah, for exactly. sure. But it's just, it's a I weird just, thing where know. it's dead. It was replaced COVID by PAX. It. Yeah, it was replaced by PAX, and, and then COVID killed, killed it, and it did not need to come back. And you'll still have the, and plus they do that Summer Games Fest. Jeff Keighley will be doing Right. That. And then there's so, like, Tokyo Game Show. Like, there is enough like, other things E3 that exist. itself. I'd say this E3 itself is dead, but the spirit lives on. Yeah. Digital. <laughs> like, and that's fine. At this, at this point, that's fine. Yeah. So as someone who, who never went to one of those and obviously won't at this point, I watch that stuff from home every year. So it doesn't affect me. <laughs> like, I'll just year. continue to watch it. I'll go next year and just look at all the Fortnite booths. Like, <laughs> um, this, I think you put this in here, Dan, but I'm not surprised by it. Uh, PSVR two production has been cut in half due to poor pre-order numbers. It's not surprising. The thing is too fucking expensive. It's $550. Like, it is more money than the system, which is now ready. Like I, actually, I, I walked yeah. into GameStop today to pick up my Hogwarts copy. They had PS five. You can just buy them now. This is the yeah. first time. Oh First time gosh. I literally have been into a store and just like I could buy one now if I didn't have one. Right. So, so they're out guys. in the, yeah, there's they're out a little in the over wild. two years later. Two years we did it. <laughs> we did it. Over two years later. Um again, are you surprised? I'm not surprised at all. I'm it's not surprised. Expensive. It's too it's too expensive and it will not play PSVR one games. <laughs> Still. Also, you no, saw like the other it, laugh where there aren't physical copies that? of PSVR two games. At least not yet. It's all digital. It's all digital. Oh, okay. Wow. Are they going to do physical copies? They've, I think they've. Or? I think they've. Like they said, they'll leave it up to developers. So some people will. Okay. People will do it, but it doesn't play PSVR game. Like that is so stupid. But here's the other thing. I would. Here's the other thing. I would throw an argument in there for the most hardcore of hardcore Sony fans that are going to want to buy this thing are people that like to have physical items. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right? They're buying yeah. a fucking VR headset. You don't have those games physical. They're not going to be. It's happy not surprising that, that pureers so. are slow either. They they sold to who they were going to sell to when they announced reserves. There was there was not somebody who six months later was like, I think I'll reserve one now. Like that's not how it went down. <laughs> it was the people who wanted one within the first month who reserved it. Exactly. So it, it it'll be interesting. I'm curious to see how it does or like do they continue? Like, are they going to continue to support? Like they actually. I think did an okay job supporting the first PSVR headset. Like it wasn't crazy. Like it wasn't a crazy thing, but they continue to put out games for it. Yeah. And I assume they'll probably do the same here. I'll just be curious to see 
if it maybe catches on a little more or, you know, I still have always looked at VR as kind of a fad thing. I'm surprised it's lasted this long for systems. Um, I'm surprised never, they I went never touched farther minimum, into so. it. Yeah. I'm surprised they, they yeah. decided to keep going because remember this was the company that laughed at Xbox for making connect for so long. And now we're, it's amazing. Making on the other side VR. of it, Microsoft never even bothered. They had that HoloLens thing that, you know, kind of just got shoved in a closet. So it became something else. And yeah. they, it became something else, but like, they never even like anytime they're even asked about this, it, like we're not interested. No, in we're not going to, so, we're not going to worry about that, which it's fine. I think VR so, is fine for PCs. And like, you know, maybe the PlayStation one is easier because it's, you hook it to this box and it works. Sure. But I don't think it should cost sure. more than the system. And I think it should have a, no, no, not at all. And I think it should be able to play the existing library of games. Well, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but I thought there were certain games that if you own them digitally, you could get an upgrade to I think, a VR2 version. I think some companies but were saying every... we'll give you a, a VR2 version of it, but, that, but that's again, not going to be every game. That's up to every company. So, yeah, and it can't be that hard to port those games. Or there has to be like something about it that is like that. That that's the only okay. logical reason for really why weird. none of them work. Right? There has to be something specifically be. different enough where. We just can't run. It can't just be these controllers are different. It, it has to be something else. I mean, is it? Be, yeah, I was gonna say, is it because you're not using the fucking you know the ball on the end of a stick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the reason why. Not using your like, PS3 you eye toy oh, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know. Um, moving on from that, Power Wash Simulator is now going to get a Final Fantasy VII theme. It's DLC. so good. Um, cleaning up Midgar. Awesome. I hope it comes to everything. Yeah, cleaning up Midgar. Uh, I hope it comes to everything. That'll be really weird if well, that's the only gonna be weird uh, seven Square remake Enix. content that comes to everything. It's weird though. I mean, Crisis Core came to Xbox, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who decides these things. Like, I, I don't get that part of it. So it's like Sony either does. you want to put a line in the middle and say we're we're gonna pay for all these games to only be on PlayStation for Square Enix. But it's like the most odd choices come to the Xbox. Like Strangers of Paradise was on Xbox. Spin-offs, Crisis Core was yeah. on Xbox. But not, but not, but not Final Fantasy VII. And not Theater Rhythm. And not the Pixel they Remasters. They could have just made more money. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Well, Square is in... Um, who knows what the hell's going weird. on with that place anymore. But I don't know. I have no idea. They're lucky Final Fantasy um, 14 is still running and that 16 is coming out. That's all I can tell you. That's what 14 <laughs> is kind of what say I would as so I think keeping that company floating them and that franchise. Yeah. So um Star Wars Jedi Survivor has been delayed till April 28th. I'm actually happy about this because sure. it was coming out the week before Resident Evil remake and I was, you know, starting to get that panic like what the fuck um, I'm glad it's been delayed because it, now it's coming out at a time where like I have some time to play it before Zelda. I still really look forward to this game. It's looking fantastic. This is another uh, current gen only game, which is cool. Good. So it will not be on the last. It's gen been system. two years. It definitely it's looks time. like a current yeah. gen game. So I'll say that I am. Con- uh, I had started and I will continue, but obviously stuff's coming out now. I will run through another playthrough of the original because it's been a couple years, mm-hmm. but. Uh, that game does have a next gen update and it, it looks and runs fantastic now on these new on these arguably new systems. So um this was this was even more this was more of an interesting article that popped up and I think this popped up like right after we recorded uh, yeah. last time. Um so and from my understanding, so forty three sixty games are being removed digitally. 
Um, and there's some odd, like there's some really odd choices, but from my understanding, these are being removed from the 360 marketplace. Yes. So not so like for example, Lost Odyssey's on here. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to play Lost Odyssey on the Xbox One right. or Series X anymore. Uh, Mass Effect Two, <laughs> like some just like a lot of random, Ubisoft like, stuff. Titles, yeah. Like, so Blue Dragon, Assassins, a bunch of ass, Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft, stuff. Call of Duty stuff. Uh, both Left for Dead, Escape Two, but I it's got to be a mix of like licensing rights because obviously these games are That's old. What I was thinking. Um, and like they have to be at a point now where i mean that thing came out where the 360 store shut down and they're like no 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 that was not yeah that was an accident but it's gotta be be real though the the ultimate plan right i would assume because at some point you would have to think like and i don't know because again you have to remember the the 360 like that's running emulated on these newer systems but you would have to think at some point they want to shutter actual. Well, what does it have to, what reason does it have to exist yeah. anymore? I don't think exactly. Um, I think it's been long enough. Like the other, the other side to this is the PS3 store has got to be close too, right? Mm-hmm. It has, to it's got to be close because they just, there's no reason to keep these things running. There isn't Nintendo. It's for, it. for Christ's sake. Nintendo is shutting off the 3ds eShop. In the Wii yeah. U shop, like those are going away. So that's what end of March. Right? Uh, no, it's a little bit longer than that. No, it is March. You're right. Yeah, it is March. Okay, it's coming up. It's coming. So up. I'm gonna watch my Fire Emblem go. I'm gonna up. watch it double in price it. overnight. Nice. <laughs> it's going to. It's fifteen hundred um, yeah, bucks. I mean, it makes it, for me. It makes sense. Like, because when I first read this and I looked at it before I kind of read it, I'm like, how is that gonna work? Because like you're not gonna remove these backwards compatible, but. It's specifically the 360 market. I think so. they will give you a longer time frame. They will let you know well in advance. I would bet you. Oh, it, sure. I would bet you it's like December 31st, 2023. We're shutting it yeah. off. Sorry. You yeah, buy the stuff. You, and, and the thing is, is all it is, is buy the stuff you want to buy now. Like well, hook the 360 other, up and buy it. Here's the other. Here's the other thing I would say. If, the, if you know, people want to argue and cry about it. It's been 18 yeah, years. Yeah, your time is up. It is. It's not like it's you know, yeah. We're two years into a system that is two generations removed from it. Time is up. (laughs) Exactly. Time is up. So, Uh, more fun three four three news and stuff coming out of the absurd stuff that's going there. Halo Halo Infinite reportedly scrapped new story content amid studio shakeup. So, like like they they clearly have especially and i know you you haven't played the campaign but that that campaign ends in a way where like they clearly have a direction they wanted to go with some more content for that game that's not gonna i would assume they would leave that door open but that was never going to be the part of that game that was going to continue the revenue stream right oh no the point is i cared about but no it's not the part yet the point is multiplayer and like I said, I, I mean, I and I keep saying like, I've been playing matches, you know, here and there and stuff. I've actually now played matches that have three, four, three developers in them, which I think is fun. Well, they got to keep uh, those numbers the up somehow, played, right? The matches I played with them, they they have not been very good. They got to keep so, those. They got to keep the, uh, the player count up. Like, but uh, yeah, it's it. I'm still enjoying the multiplayer as it stands right now because they fixed their progression. Because I'll, I'll still yeah. argue like it's a good playing game so right but yeah it's i I mean again i think they just need to they need to go underground do whatever you're going to do with infinite put out your updates and stuff but don't talk about any new halo stuff for a long time right just work on something new um 
uh, and speaking of things that are getting taken down here, the PS5's PS Plus collection is being removed in May. There's like, how many games are on that? Like 20? It's a lot. Yeah, it's like 20, 20 It's basically, games. I would argue, every great first party game from last generation. It's, it's basically like. Is on there. The best yeah, sample yeah, of PS4 God of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. First, I think Persona 5 is on there. Of earlier PS4 stuff, Um, yeah. Like Last of Us is on there. Exactly. Crash is on there, I think. uh, That's how I played, um, Not I wanted to say Dead Rising, not Dead Rising. The the motorcycle guy. Why can't I think of that game? You know what I'm talking about, the zombie game. Days yeah, game. I think Fallout, <laughs> Fallout's on, on there. there. Fallout's on there. Uh, it's, um, it's a really good a collection of games. games. Yeah. So if you uh, if you have plus, make sure you add those games. The to only thing about it is like May. this is another thing where where people are upset about it, and there's there's two ways to go where it's either a by the time this gets taken out, the system has been up for two and a half years. Time is up. Yeah. But b, you can only just really buy a system now. So it's a little yeah. weird that the timing lines up with, hey, these are readily available. We better take away these free games real quick <laughs> and charge it's 20 weird. a piece for them. So yeah. you, you would think they could have extended that a little longer because what does it hurt? But I think part of the other thing is aren't a lot of that those games on plus like the they are. subscription thing. Yeah, so they yeah. want to transition people to that now that that has been out for mm-hmm. a year and it's working. And they can, yeah, and they can easily do yeah, that as well. That's what the point is. Um, exactly. Speaking of, speaking of PS Five, Sony has is selling a lot of PlayStation Five units. I mean, it makes sense. Get out of here. In the wild, now. They're up to thirty two point one million units sold, which I mean that makes sense. I think somebody did some. I saw somebody do some math on Microsoft, and the last I saw of numbers, it was like at like twenty five or twenty six. So, in yeah. North America, they're close, and they always are. It's when you go broad. And that right. makes sense. PlayStation's everywhere. Well, what like, is it? Stuff, Switch is, is Switch number two now? Oh, God. Switch, yeah, Switch. It just passed Game Switch, Boy? But again, yeah. No, no, I'm saying did. like total. It just yeah. passed Game Boy and... Oh, it's absurd. I don't know what the number is. I'd have to look I it up. I think it's number two right. now. The I think it's right behind PS2. Okay, that makes sense. It'll pass the it. thing has sold. It will pass it, I think. Uh, huge. I'm going to let you read the next story because it involves GameStop. Oh, this is just another it's actually a Kotaku, a Kotaku article. article. So you know it's well, because trash. they they love to <laughs> they love to get on GameStop stories too, but they they, they never have like they'll talk to people that work there, but these stories are clearly written in such a way where they don't have all the information or no, the proper insight for how this stuff probably actually works. No, they just like to talk about how it. remember the stock stuff like that's they bring it up in every article whether it's relevant or not. They do. Like that's literally the subheader of this thing is the internet's favorite <laughs> meme site. It has nothing to do with this story, dude. Like, why are you yeah. talking about it? the stock stuff happened a year ago and nobody cares anymore. Um, so basically some, so a story, um, a GameStop in Easton, Pennsylvania, uh, got robbed. They walked out with $5,000 worth of PlayStation five. So they sold, you know, a 10 to a dozen of them. And then they claimed that a week later, the store manager was fired specifically because of this theft, which there has to be he more would only to be it than fired that. If he was in on it, there's well, like, the thing right. is I've known plenty of stores that have gotten robbed, robbed for systems, robbed for cash. There, remember there right before our store closed. I don't know. Were you still there when 
they hit like the other store in our town. That was one of the, that was one of the reasons yeah. I was like, it's time to move on because they literally hit <laughs> every major store every, around us. Every store, and the reason they Damn. did not hit our store is because if you were at the time to look it up on uh, like Google Maps, you couldn't find us. It, for whatever reason, it showed our store like on the other side of the street behind Jewel. Yeah, it was it was not, not where the store was. So, and you wouldn't exactly. be able to find us from the street if you didn't know where we were and a whole bunch of other mm-hmm. stuff. Also, we weren't on mm-hmm. um on like a major enough road to get away from Easy. Uh, no. Whereas all the other kind of stores kind of were, were but, definitely were. So, like the point, the point of this is, I know plenty of stores have gotten robbed, and no one's ever gotten fired. You're not going to get fired for getting robbed because the procedure during a robbery is do what they ask you to do and give them whatever they want, and then yeah, it's over. Like they GameStop, as much as they don't care about you, would rather you not get shot defending a robbery in their store because yeah. that opens up some legal problems, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> What's more, what's more to the story, like they, so they try to claim that he was fired because of this, and that's wrong. Realistically, what happened is it's one of two things. He's either in on it, which I don't think he was by reading some of the stuff about this, or two, um, he didn't properly track the systems because, especially with PS5s, I know the procedures got to be different now, but when we got PS4s and stuff, we had to have a book, right? Where we would put serial numbers in the book so we could track them all. They make up this big lie about how we can track – if people steal them, we can track the serial numbers and punch them. No, you don't. You don't, and you don't care. You file an insurance claim, and you move on. Like, don't lie about it. Yeah. But they they did it as, like, a safety measure so that somebody would buy a PS4. You could sell them the whole thing using the book and then just go get it when they'd already paid for it to prevent stuff like this. Yeah. So my, my guess is – and I think they kind of went into it or, like, some other employees talked about it where – it's more likely he was not keeping up with like proper procedures for how to track this stuff because the first thing that's going to happen after you get robbed uh, is LP is going to come in and audit and see why it happened and how it happened and what they can do to prevent it in the future. So if they walked in and saw that he, I don't even think the guy was working when it happened. I think it was somebody else. Probably was, you know, whoever it could be. Um, because they try to talk about like this this dude bent over backwards he was the most tenured employee the top performer like we've seen that before because maybe they wanted to fire him and they used this as a reason that's another thing that happens too he (laughs) was the most tenured he was probably making a lot of money compared to a lot of other people another reason to another reason to use it as an excuse to fire him uh right but my my actual guess is probably more he wasn't logging stuff properly or See, there, there's a, there's more to it. It's not just you got you got robbed, you're fired. Like that's not how it works. No. And then of course, as a result, all but two employees put in their two weeks notice or quit on the spot. I don't know too many people who would do that over a manager being fired. I think a lot of managers think their employees would do that. Be like, I think it's more like they didn't want to also be there if the store got robbed. They also, <laughs> yeah, also their store was just exactly. robbed, so maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. Uh, and also, right. you know, maybe they're on the fence of, or maybe they all got wrote up because nothing was tracked in the book too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of managers, um, and I know some who think this way, my team would walk out. If (laughs) I walked out, your team has bills to pay. So I doubt that. Um, (laughs) not a lot of people have the luxury of just dropping their keys on the floor and walking out the front door when you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
this isn't like I get it, but and I think there are maybe you know there's there's probably a couple stores that are like that, but if you work at a GameStop and people who listen to this podcast obviously do, you know managers who think <laughs> too highly of themselves. Oh, for sure. I know of one that's still there that for some reason believes that, and I could tell you for a fact it would never happen. <laughs> they would walk out the door and say, who's coming with me? And everybody else would turn around. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it's just another good example. It's just another example of, Kotaku, yeah, of <laughs> Kotaku having no details at all. Uh, it's just, I hate them. I was so when you said I, was, I thought you were going to say they found a way to throw Gamergate in the uh, article. Oh, maybe they, they did. Love to do that. I mean, they talk about the memes sure more down team. here. Talk about NF, the NFT stuff. It's like that has nothing to do with. They they use this as a jumping off point to just repeat the same GameStop information they post every. And then month. I'm sure those all have. Li- I was going to say they sure all they all have links. Yeah, please. Yeah, cards. here it is. Look at here's one. Please click around. Two, three, four, five, six, seven seven links to other Kotaku articles in this Kotaku article by Kim so. revenue. Yep. Gotta love a um, Kotaku. So click, click, click. Next thing here, we got uh, Sons of the Forest will not launch in early access to avoid the <laughs> delays. That's fine. It should have just been that way from the start, that's right? Fine. Like, it should have just been early access from the start. Yeah. It probably would have been out a while. That's would have been out already. Yeah. I'll wait I'll wait on that and watch to see what people say about it. I mean, I, you, you know, I, I love the first game. It's, it's a cool it's a cool play with buddies type of co-op experience yeah. game. So I'm sure, sure this will be play a this little one. bit. I watched the trailer. Yeah. I'll play this one when it's done. Yeah. So Ooh, we should play it together. Um, we will. We should. Well, we can. Yeah. Um, next thing we got a bunch of live service games are shutting down. Um, I'll kind of combine this with the other article we have because there was a separate article here about Crossfire X just being a massive failure. I mean, well, that was it massive? Could have told you that, yeah. But uh, Rumbleverse is being shut down. That's what I think. Rumbleverse it's, and Knockdown City have only been up for six months, less than a year. Right? Rumbleverse yeah. was oh, Iron Galaxy. Both those are shutting yeah. down. Uh, Crossfire X, obviously, they're shutting down May, but they're actually they're actually pulling that off of Game Pass. This the thing already. about the thing about these games and like live service stuff in general is they're all just trying to hit. Like like yeah. PUBG was the main one, and then Fortnite hit and it killed it. Everyone is just trying to get the next one. But I could tell you from the start some that some of these have, have also been in development for years, and now they're long time. Too late. Yeah, Knockout City is right. six years old. Like, uh, I can t- I could have told you that the dodgeball game wasn't going to hit, or that the cartoon wrestling game probably wasn't going to hit. Probably wasn't going to. But hit. something you know, like it, Fall it was Guys a lot did. of fun though. Yeah, the thing about those games though is they end up being fun, but then you're just playing dodgeball over and over and over again. Yeah, and I get it. But that's not, yeah. it's not colorful, like, or I mean, it is colorful, but it's not Fall Guys, <laughs> where, or, um, right, or Fortnite, or even Among Us, or any of that yeah. kind of stuff. They're all just looking to hit, and when they don't, there's no reason to keep them alive. I mean, and, yeah. and I, the thing I'd add in there is like, you can, I mean, I'm not a Fortnite player. I have played Fortnite, but I'm not a Fortnite player. Same. That you can shit on that game as much as you want, but they put in the effort. Yes, and the amount of resources they license everything. I mean, like they to to keep changing that game constantly. Well, they, the Fortnite ex- that exists today is nothing of what oh, I no. played like five years. They ago. put money they into the tournament scene. Like they, add, it's yeah. on everything. It's obviously a lot of that comes from it taking off earlier on. And remember, this 
it does. The version of Fortnite you play today is not even one that game was supposed to be when it came out. Yeah. No, not at all. That was supposed to be a, what was survival it, a game. fucking four player survival yeah. game. Yeah, I remember. And, and then this was something they could wild. they could put out, so they just did and it clicked. And uh, it clicked. that's Major. that's what live service games are. They're all just trying to click and when they don't and there's no money coming in to keep it alive, what's the, the point? And the biggest thing you can thank Fortnite for is crossplay. Because it, it's a huge factor. would still be having that argument yeah. mm-hmm. today, I think, if Fortnite didn't hit, where they literally forced it by showing, doing oops. the oops, we hit the switch. <laughs> hey, it works. Weird. It works with no you know? issues so, at all. That's weird. Because that's literally what they did, yeah. was they literally figured it out and hit the switch, <clears throat> and then they would just say, whoops. So <laughs> That was a really but, good uh, move on their part, too. Just be like, oh, no. It was no. a good move on their <laughs> yeah. part, because that's what kind of broke the wall. Somebody down. turned it on on accident. <laughs> Um, and to add, this is not a live service game, but I, we threw this on here. Back for Blood support is over. That doesn't mean they're shutting down the servers or anything. They're just not going to be making more content well, for it. Well, we put this in here because um, people seem are like talking about it in the same vein as like Rumble versus. It's like no, yeah, this it's is like, not. It's not. This is a yeah, full you game. Can still go and play it. It's not shutting yeah. down. They're like, just not releasing any more content for it. It still exists. Yeah. You can play it by yourself. Move on to the next thing. It's not a weird thing so. for this game to turn off. Left 4 Dead did the same thing yeah. twice. Yeah. It's fine. It'll live on with people will probably make mods and stuff. Yes. It will li- it'll it'll exist on PC forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Um, I thought this was interesting. There has been a new uh and I can't I cannot remember the name of it, but there is a new 360 emulator mm. that is basically getting like pretty much every 360 game running. That's impressive. Um, obviously. And uh, I think what I saw it on, uh, it's that my, uh, the YouTuber guy name is Modern Vintage Gamer. I yeah. watch him sometimes. Yeah. He's very uh, technical when it comes to this stuff. I watched his breakdown recently at GoldenEye, like why it's a bad port. Well, it um, is. But this guy, he got this running on uh, the Series S, um, but it, it would work on both Series S and Series X. But yeah, literally, like pretty much every SmackDown versus Raw 07 running on a Series yeah. X. That's insane. The other thing that's cool is he got Red Dead Redemption on Series X running at near 60 frames. That is wild. That's uh, Project Gotham Racing 3. These are just some of the examples they put up here. But the SmackDown, that's a good one. SmackDown versus Raw 2007. Uh, the canceled version of the GoldenEye remaster, which is arguably a better version. Well, because it's an actual, because it's not an emulated copy of the game. It is exactly. A it's a remaster, remaster of a game. Yes. So um, I just thought it was cool. It'll definitely be something to look out for. At some point I had done, and this was, this was like maybe last summer. I paid for that development thing so I could run that right. on my Series X. Mm. And I ran the uh, PlayStation emulator where you could really overclock it and like run those games insanely well yeah and it for some games it works really well for other games it breaks them i like Uh, i like from xbox's standpoint where they're kind of like we know it exists we know what people are going to kind (laughs) of do with it we're just not going to talk about it until it starts to get into a really weird like if we start to cross like a legal area they'll step in and be like it's over but until that point they kind of just seem like whatever like it doesn't whatever yeah like they don't don't really care that again, much you're not yeah they don't really care too much they're not nintendo they're not gonna shut it off of the playstation emulator is it has a specific name but it works really well i mean i've i tried countless games on my series x play i'm talking playstation games kodelka i played that on there mm-hmm. like it's it's cool it's a really cool thing so 
Um, but this it's called the Xenia uh, emulator. Yeah, it's so. cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, you threw this in here because obviously you pl- you played it, but Midnight Sun Midnight Suns is a commercial failure. Yep. Critical success, but commercial failure. Didn't hit. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not either. It's an odd game in right. terms of like what type of game it is, especially if you had people who didn't know what it was and weren't already kind of sold on the idea from the start. It's not going to attract new people, I don't think, because they're going to think yeah. it's something else. They're going to think it's a brawler or ultimate alliance type game when it is very much not um it's a bummer because it means that you know uh, i'm not getting a sequel to it but that's okay no um i just want them to put out the dlc and fix it so i can get trophies that's what i would like um i threw this in here because i thought it was interesting uh there is a free-to-play football game coming this fall that is going to try and challenge man will it will it succeed probably no. not uh, well, uh, but I threw it in because it's it's nice to see somebody finally challenge Madden. Yeah. Um, it's called Maximum Football. Yeah, I mean it'll be out. The downside to this is like obviously it doesn't have real teams. Um, it doesn't. You know, um, Maximum Football has existed before. Um, okay. in other versions, like I think they did. Uh, one at PS4 and stuff too. As what's what's interesting about this okay. one is it's it's in Unreal Five, so it's gonna look pretty good. I mean, free to play is huge yeah. too. They should have. They yeah. should have really gone for it. And like, I know XFL didn't catch on, and I know US <laughs> and like, but yeah, and USFL is back for season two, and it's not super popular. But if you're gonna make a free to play game and you want to make like a Madden competitor, licensing the XFL could not have cost that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could yeah. have had your fake teams that you're gonna have in it, and then be like, hey, we also license the XFL, so we have the eight teams that are in there. Don't even license the players. License the teams and the logos yeah. and be and make be like make your own XFL season and it's kinda like built into our game. That that's something that you know, I care about XFL and, and USFL just because it's more football mm-hmm. and it's it, it sounds bad to say that I like it in this way, but it's like it's shitty football because obviously these aren't <laughs> yeah. NFL players. But it's it's more football to watch and, and to see maybe guys who might be good who might be in the NFL someday or like see NFL guys who have been caught who show up there. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to yeah. watch and like the rules and stuff are a little different. I think that may, maybe this catches on as a free to play thing for a year and it's enough where next year they could license XFL. I mean, the rock bought, mm-hmm. fucking bought XFL for next to nothing for a professional football league. You could have licensed the teams, but maybe next year. Judas, which is the uh, basically bio, what do we, we would call it Bioshock. Bioshock three, four. This point, but from Bioshock four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, Judas uh, apparently going to release in 2025. Supposed to release which is by kind of, March 2025. By 20, <laughs> which is kind of wild because they really pumped it up as like a game coming out this year. Um, I don't know Awards. if I ever got like so, this year vibes. Part of me thought that would be like a okay. 24 game. Especially since we pretty much know it's the only thing he's been doing. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. By 2020, March 2025 makes me think it's just September of 25. So whatever. Um, I want to play it when it comes out. That's all. That's enough for me. Oh, I do. Yeah. I do for sure as well. Like I look forward to, but I just laughed at that. Um, Hogwarts Legacy, obviously big, the big game of the week. Big game. You know, I, we don't need to get into the controversy or any of that right now. But uh, it has now broken the Twitch record for the. Uh, largest amount of people playing a single player game on twitch at 1.3 million yeah um which is insane i mean because i think the, don't you think the that, record like, holder 
Go ahead. Was uh, Fallout 4. Yeah, which is a long time so, ago. So, <laughs> this broke that. But, yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it is and it isn't. Like, this is the game every Harry Potter fan has wanted, right? Like, this is... Yeah. Obviously, wrong, you got, like, yeah. all, like, the movie-based ones where you're limited to kind of play through the game. And then this one is finally... You are playing yourself in the world of Harry Potter. It's not tied to Harry Potter. It's before it. You can do what you want to do. So it's not it's not yeah, weird it's like, like it's that it's so. this popular of a game to me. Like no, especially in the streaming age. Of course, everybody was gonna anybody who has somewhat of a following <laughs> was like, guys, I'm gonna be playing Hogwarts first day. Although, exactly as we've heard and seen, like there have been significant downside. We're not gonna get into it, but. There's been you know, uh, some bad things happening about that kind of stuff. Which bad is things like, happening with that. My God. People, people harassing other people for playing the game online and stuff. Don't do that. We, we don't need to get into the specifics do of that. that. But just don't don't be a shithead about it. Like, again, I think we said it last week. Like, if you don't want to play the game because of your principles, that's fine. Don't play it. Do that. Yeah. But don't tell other people if they can or cannot right, play yeah. the game. Like, let people make their own decision. Right. So, um. More bullshit with Microsoft and Activision. It's getting it's, it's getting, getting ugly. Again. Real catty. The UK, well, the UK <laughs> government now is trying is trying to shut that deal down, um, and then they're trying. And this is what I think is funny. It, it, for me, I look at it and I go, Sony must be throwing some money somewhere because specifically the deal that I that I saw in here was, well, we'll give it to you if you cut Call of Duty out of this. But they're already Which, again. But they're already giving Sony's you Call thing. of Duty. I know. So, but Sony, again, on Sony's side of things, they still think like they're not going to get Call of Duty for some reason. Like, well, now they're, it's just, it's their new argument is Microsoft is harassing them by asking for too many documents. Like, I think this is a plot. <laughs> it's just back and forth. This is a plot on Microsoft's part to just continue to fuck with them and be like, well, we want anything even possibly related to this stuff just to make Sony work for it because, you know, if they ask for it, then theory they have to provide it but then they can go complain about it it's just like they're just fighting each other over the dumbest shit in the world (laughs) even got bobby kotick coming out and like uh saying stuff about it publicly and then xbox is putting in documents of like sony beats us uh has beaten us for a decade so clearly we can't beat them and not so like they're they're talking bad about themselves to try to get the thing to go through like it's just insane my favorite thing i saw was i can't remember if it was a microsoft or activision executive but one of them said something to the effect of so at this point sony is the first of us well we're the last of us yeah that's a good one that was a good one i was like they're kind of not wrong though right like so but i again I, and I read today, even like even with this stuff, the deal's still going to go through. It's just going to keep point, taking so. more amounts. Of it's going to take longer. Right. Yeah, they're going to drag it out as, as as far as they possibly can. Yep. So, um, let's get into the nitty gritty of the Nintendo mm. Direct. Another. Ooh. So there was a another good, banger very from good Nintendo. Nintendo Direct. Um, an interesting Nintendo Direct for sure. We definitely got emails on it as well. There is one email I'll read specifically about something that came out after yeah. the Direct um, mm. for sure. But um, a lot of cool stuff that was shown there. We'll kind of go through the big ones. Uh, I'll just run down this list here. They're not in order of the show. Right. Yeah, this is just kind of in order. Um, it. I will say it ended with Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, they didn't need to show. They don't need to show anything about this game for it to sell. It's weird. Like, it, like they're yeah. kind of showing too show much. Logo. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Who are you trying I mean, to sell? My it big to? question. My big question on the game is like, as I look at it more, as I see more of it, 
how much of the on ground map is just the same map from the last I game versus what you're doing in talking the about it with another friend of ours where <laughs> is the game going to be good i mean obviously come on but obviously it'll be good but the it thing is great. how like you said how different is it like it's hard for me yeah. to get more excited for this game because it is a direct sequel like zelda's zelda's always been more fun when they try something Something different like when remember i I mean obviously the the best example is when wind waker got announced and they showed up as cartoon everybody was like what the fuck like fuck this it's a cartoon (laughs) it looks people wanted that nintendo because 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 everybody wanted ocarina of time on gamecube right. that's what Steroids. they want right <laughs> yeah it exactly. builds to look like that and then and wind waker comes out and you play and you're like it's actually pretty good like so yeah no the thing is is zelda <laughs> zelda always takes chances and they tend to pay off they like do. there's sometimes they don't like forcing motion controls in the sky into uh twilight princess <laughs> was a mistake for me yeah. but yeah. sure um it's yeah so it's, it's kind of hard to be excited but at the same time it's a zelda game i know i'm gonna like it um you know, it's yeah. The 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 bonus side of this game is uh, we get a sequel to Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, um, because we're just <laughs> oh, building man. cars racing across the I, I the land. I was just like, I that. laughed when they when they showed that. And then my they favorite thing that, about that yeah. was when right after, like soon after the show, Rare tweeted out, "It's like, hey, just so you guys know, there's this game that's been out for a while. Like, you can build cars and stuff <laughs> in it, completely unrelated <laughs> to anything that happened today." It's in Rare Replay. Yeah. Well, I just laugh because everybody had the same exact thought about him just putting cars together. But is it going to be good? Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean, the thing that excites me the most is like how fucking dark it looks at times. Oh, like, it looks bad. It looks, looks incredibly dark, dark. For, for a Zelda game. Yeah, so I'm excited about that aspect of it. Obviously, we don't have to wait too long. It's out in May. I mean, I'm fucking taking a week off. Yeah, of you get uh, so you get a Link Amiibo. I'm getting stuff. the Link Amiibo. It looks awesome. I managed so, to get a collector's uh, edition. A collector's I got edition. lucky. You yeah. got it. I, I'm not. I'm just doing the regular. But uh, that's out May 12th. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the other big surprise. This has been rumored forever that they were doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a shadow drop digitally. Uh, and then it, it, it. this is what's nuts. It's out two weeks. It's like less than two weeks physically. Metroid Prime Remastered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy that it's like like that, that's the kind of thing you don't really see happen physically like oh this is out too right yeah it's well and especially it's like it's out today today. it's 40 bucks yeah. i know some people are pissed at the price come on it's 40 bucks it's fine um, it is what it is it is what like, it is and from what i've seen like the graphics of it looks incredible it looks substantially I mean, uh updated yeah so i mean not to say not that it hasn't been like at. sort of redone before because they did the wii one but um yeah you know modern controls and stuff like that's all that that game has to be so i'm so i'm waiting for i'm waiting for the physical i've got a physical one too yeah i got mine reserved too as well so but i do want to play it i for me i i i had the original metro prime i never finished it never played any of this that's a really good game to actually actually this (laughs) played and finished that game at work at game crazy we put it in the machine and just (laughs) we just played it at work (laughs) that's good Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, Pikmin 4. I think that was this was the first thing they actually showed. Uh, Pikmin 4 got a release date, July 21st. Sweet. Um, it looks really good. Visually, that, like, again, for a Switch game, that thing visually looks incredible. Mm-hmm. 
So um, it's more Pikmin. Never it looks played, fun. I famously, never played yeah. a Pikmin game. They're really I fun. Think I might actually want to try this one. multiplayer. So like, uh, um, looks cool. You know, it looks like up to four players. Looks super fun. My kids are super yeah. interested um, in that. Like they are very interested okay. in that game. That game looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could talk about one of the two ways Nintendo is going to fuck you off this <laughs> direct, uh, which is they announced that Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games uh, available today. So at the, the you know the day of that uh, will be on Switch Online. Yep. Here's awesome, how they get you. Awesome announcement Original though. Game I mean, Boy very exciting announcement. Like good. I- awesome announcement. Yeah. I'll say and I'll say like for the Game Boy Advance games, like the launch lineup list was kind of weak to me, but. Right. The games that are coming are very strong. Yes. Like Gold Sun. There's a lot of good stuff um, coming. There was some yeah. other stuff. Like coming. Fire like Emblem the, is coming. Initial, I was like, yeah, original Fire Pokemon Emblem. Pokemon trading card um, game for Game Boy. Like, there you go. That's yeah, yeah, that's sure. pretty cool. That was a that's cool a game. One. So, uh, But here's how they get you. So the Game Boy games, if you just have Nintendo Switch Online, like you can play Nintendo Super Nintendo, uh, you can play the Game Boy games. You want to play those Game Boy Advance games, you got to have that expansion pack. Which yeah. is like the extra twenty dollars, fifty bucks, sixty-four, games. fifty bucks. Yeah, fifty bucks. Each. Wait, that's how you get. I think that's also uh, how you get Genesis. I mean, there's something to be said that there is value in that pass because you get the Mario Kart DLC and you get the Animal Crossing DLC and you get all the stuff. Yeah, if yeah. You don't but the problem those, is, is yeah. you don't own it, so you're not saving no. money by by buying the expansion pass to get the Mario Kart Eight DLC because if you let it lapse, you lose it. So you'd have to pay 50 bucks again yeah. to get access to this deal. Whereas you could just buy the DLC. So there's a yeah. weird, there's a weird like kind of disconnect between, Oh, we're giving you this DLC for free, but you don't own it. So if this lapses, yeah. you'd have to go buy it. So what did I pay for? So it's a little weird. Um, it is. I also don't think it's enough games, like enough game boy advanced games now to, to make it matter. Same thing with like no. the 64 stuff. It's not enough. It should be the games. Everything. They're just emulated. Come on. In the future, yeah, the games you have in the, coming in the future, specifically for Game Boy Advance, you have uh, Zelda Oracle Season of the Ages, like you said, Pokemon Trading Card Game, Kirby Tilt Tumble, Metroid Fusion. That's a great game. Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, F Zero, Maximum Velocity, and Golden. Sun. Like those are all good so Game Boy one. and Game Boy Advance games. But what's missing? What What's the first game that's missing out of all these? Pokemon Red, Game Blue, Boy Yellow. Advance. Pokemon, Pokemon, Ruby, Sapphire, yeah. Emerald. Why are those not here? It's weird. Right. Like, well, it doesn't they, matter. They could make a pack that did sell those. They, sh- uh, they either A, should do that, they or should. B, put them in here. You don't think if they put Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald in the advanced thing, people wouldn't just buy that expansion pass like now? Oh, absolutely. Oh, God, they yeah, would. man. People they that love Pokemon that, would. Like, leaf Green, or skip Red and Blue. Do Leaf Green, Fire Red, and those three. Man, Jesus, man. People would buy that immediately. But again, this is Nintendo. They don't think that far ahead. They don't think that far ahead. And I can't tell you, like, um, you, you texted me before things started. And famously, I tell you to shut up when these things are on because you always like, I was yeah. like, I'm going to spoil this for you. And I'm like, shut up. But you texted so me before, you're like, just kept saying you're like, Mother's 3 could be in it. And then when they announced that Game Boy Advance thing, I was sitting on the couch <laughs> going, if they're going to announce it, this is it. It's, it's in here, right? Like, it's got to be yeah. in it. So they showed the first batch, and I'm like, okay, it's not here. And then they're like, we're going to add more. I'm like, okay, this is perfect because they're slowly scrolling in from the side. That last one, you could just – I would have loved it if the last one came in and it cuts off at the M. And it's just like it shows yeah. like that much in the box. And then just yeah. they don't say a word about it would have been perfect. Yeah, be um, to be fair, though, this does set up that coming. Because if it's going to show up anywhere, it it'll be in here. Kind of like how they did um, Earthbound Beginnings. 
yeah for the like the original one for like the nintendo version we never got they added that to those things so like it's pot it's more possible now than it's ever been which still means it's impossible (laughs) but i would have loved just a sliver of the red box you'll see a little m and just cuts off and i'll say a word about it that'd have been really funny um I'd argue the second biggest announcement of the show for you oh, and I mm. was we finally got our Advance Wars 1-2 boot camp release date. Literally a year, a year, a a year later. Literally a year after. It's coming out April 21st. I actually, as we were recording, I just got the Amazon update like, hey, this is uh, coming out April 21st. Yeah, I'm going to, so, I'll so wait till like March forever. or something and I'll do it. But um, um, I'm super excited. You got to change your reserve on play that. that. Um yeah, you know, I, yeah, I will. For but sure. uh, yeah, I told you the one miss, the one miss on this that they could have done. Where's my three pack amiibo of uh, of the three characters? Right? Yeah, exactly. That couldn't have done exactly. something like I get a special unit or something. <laughs> the hell, Nintendo! I would pay forty dollars for those. <laughs> that could have been exactly. the year delay. The year delay was we were making amiibo. Um, we got some DLC things for for games already out. Uh, Mar- I need to just update my Mario Kart because I bought this DLC mm-hmm. thing, but I have not tried. I gotta it buy it now too. Yeah. Uh, Booster Course Pass Wave Four adds Yoshi's Island, and you can play as Birdo. Well, it's cool because that Yoshi's Island is a literally a new course. Like it's, it's not a just a remake. Course. It looks awesome. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it looks it's pretty a brand cool. new yeah. course. And then the Birdo stuff, so like once yeah. again making Ad Mario Kart Eight arguably the best Mario Kart. They're 64. they're kind of making so, an argument for them incredible. to never have to make another one. I mean, eventually. I mean, they, they'll probably. It depends on whatever the next system. Yeah, is. but wouldn't wouldn't at that point when they just be like, it's Mario Ki- Mario Kart Eight Super Deluxe and it's got everything? They just release it out of third system. I could see it. That'd be funny. Yeah, that's not a bad maybe they idea. just drop the eight out of the title and they just call it Mario Kart <laughs> the next time, but it's just the same game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Splatoon Three is also getting more expansion pass stuff. Um, I'm not I'm not really gonna cover that much because I don't think anyone has play that here. Cool game though um they talked a little bit about kirby's return to dreamland deluxe which is coming out like that's right around the corner too february 24th they got it that's got a really cool um, new like weird mode on it weird mode, like yeah. after you beat the yeah. game there's like an epilogue like roguelike game where like you unlock abilities as you play it yeah that looked interesting weird. for sure look cool uh xenoblade chronicles 3 expansion pass volume 3 again i didn't play that i don't think it's here i have it uh, but, fire emblem yeah fire emblem th- uh engage new dlc they talked about that um that uh disney illusion island which looks pretty cool mm-hmm. like visually uh finally got a release date i think it's july 28th uh i didn't really it's 40 dollars. yeah i looked it up it's just uh, making physical copies yeah it's on everything my kids so are it's not, it's not a switch my kids are very into that it looks cool out. yeah yeah, uh, big cool. one that I'm really excited about. This is also on all platforms. Uh, sea of Stars. That looks good. That like ridiculously good looking RPG. Mm-hmm. August 29th is when that comes out. So we have a date for that. Uh, there is a demo on the eShop. And I think the demo yeah. is also out on PlayStation. It is. Well yeah. Um, there's also uh, Octopath 2 is out at the end of this month. Uh, they put up a demo for that. That's out on both PlayStation and Nintendo. The cool thing about those demos, um, like the last one, is your content, you your progress keeps your, going. Yeah. yeah, so you can no, you don't have to be afraid to play it. Um, they briefly talked more about this weird Bayonetta Origins game, which I still don't understand. I don't know. I'll have to see what that's see like more when it comes weird. out. Yeah. Uh, thing that I'm super, super excited about, the Dead Cells Return to Castlevania DLC has a date now, March 6th. That's out on on everything because Dead Cells it li- is on everything. Does it doesn't it just literally look like they put Castlevania in the game? 
That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can like, like I believe I read you fight alongside Richter and Alucard. Yeah. It's so, literally just like they put uh, Castlevania it in looks the game. Fantastic. Yeah. I I cannot wait to play that since you know we're still holding back on making a new Castlevania game for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> the, the wildly successful anime that's getting a sequel anime some point this year. Um, another big uh, there were there were a lot of big like. Co- like collection cool remaster like remaster stuff yeah, yeah. That were really cool uh etrian odyssey which is a great series that was on the 3ds uh they are doing a collection of three games this is a little weird it's, i don't like how it's working each game, yeah i don't like how it's priced but uh each game is 40 dollars digital only or uh digital only or you can get actually i just looked there's a play asia physical i knew there would for, be i knew there would 80. be yeah um for 85 sorry but or you can pay 80 digitally and get all three. This is out on Switch, but it will also be out on Steam. I'll probably look at the, um, the Play Asia and get a physical. Yeah. But uh, cool that they're doing this. These are all really fantastic games. They were really uh, integral to the th- to the 3DS because you would draw them out. They're cool. They're, so it's, they're it's modeled after an old thing. PC Super Nintendo like dungeon crawl games, which yeah, I used to play a ton really of cool. a long time ago. I have all of them on the 3DS. Yeah. That was one of when I was collecting 3DS games for sure. Um, this one was nuts. I, it, I, how do you pronounce it? Batten Kaidos. I, right? I, I always said Batten, but it could be Baton Kaidos. Okay. I don't know. Who knows? Batten Kaidos. Um, very cool RPGs that were on the GameCube. I never played Weird them. Weird card-based so I'm stuff. To have a good mm-hmm. way to play them. Uh, one and two HD remaster. Bringing forward the two GameCube classics. Uh, this was later this year. I don't think they put a date on this. It was like summer. Yeah. So it's cool that it exists. Like, like I can't July. believe that they brought that back. <laughs> I thought that series is just was forgotten. not something I would. It is not something I expected to be announced at this show. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something I'm really excited. Not easy for. to I don't get know if they've on announced. GameCube either. So I would assume they're doing a physical of this, but I don't know. Probably. I don't think they've announced. I hope they do. Um, there's a Tron game coming out. I don't really know much about it that was the one one of the things just, that when i was watching this thing i was like eh, are we still doing tron stuff man out. like yeah why um they <laughs> they announced they are working on a new professor layton game i just love that it's um, a 20 second shot of the guy of him walking down the street man of What's him up? walking professor Hell layton, yeah. <laughs> new world of steam is the, the og is back man He's series. Back. so they're working on that um, a new Samba Diamago game is coming, but it's like more of a was the were the other ones like party like this? I don't think so. Kind of. I mean Samba Diamigo's always been like of, I mean okay. on the Dreamcast you actually bought a version that had Maracas. You yeah, know? it's I'm gonna be interested to see how this works. I'm, I'm sure it works fine. It's just the Joy-Cons. Yeah. I mean, I don't think yeah. we need this game. With the HD rumble. <laughs> yeah, well that's right. How many ice cubes are in your controller? <laughs> Um, I don't, I just, this is one of those things where I sure it exists, but I don't, I can't ever see a world where this sells super well. Yeah, exactly. Um, life is strange developer. Don't not had, had their new game shown here. Harmony, the fall of Revere. Uh, that's out on everything. It's out in June. Um, look, it, it definitely looks interesting. It's just another one um, of those games. Like, I don't know if one it's one of those type I, of games. I need these anymore. Um, a new fantasy life game. That's fantasy weird. Fantasy life. I, the girl who steals steals time. Uh, that looked kind of interesting. Uh, fantasy life. They made. Did they make one or two of those? I think on there the was only the one. I thought. But it was very popular. Yeah. I remember when it we came sold out. a ton we of sold it. Sold a lot of mm-hmm. copies. Yeah. It's just a life sim um, game. Lo- <laughs> I mean. It is. I'm sure it'll do very well. Yeah. Uh, we love Katamari. Re-roll. Hell yeah. 
Oh yeah, more, that's pretty cool. More that's kind of on, and that is out on everything. Yeah, it's on, it's on literally June, everything. June second. <laughs> um, that's pretty cool. This I don't know anything about. I know it's. I'm pretty sure it was a 3ds. It's a game. DS. Game. Tell me more about it's it. A DS. It was game. a DS yeah. game. Ghost Trick. Yeah, basically, Bandit you're detective. a detective, and you okay. have to solve your murder, and you help other people solve their. I murders. saw people go nuts it's, about this. It's nuts. Like, online, but I I never. I cannot it, so. believe that okay. like this is getting remade. I think this is also on everything. This is getting. I think it's on everything. If this is getting remade, can they remake Hotel Dusk? Maybe. Please? I mean, we're <laughs> I at a point now so where bad. we're pulling DS <laughs> games onto modern consoles. Remember Hotel Dusk? You had to hold. Like, you had to hold it sideways because it was, it was like a book. Yeah, the game is awesome. There's also a Ninja Gaiden game on your DS. You had to hold like a book um oh yeah you're right but uh ghost trick is a really cool game like the fact that it, I, again it's another one of things you think is just lost to time just because it was the only one they ever did now it's on modern consoles like that's so weird uh it's weird for sure but it's cool uh there was the there was that fashion dreamer game i i mean that i'm yeah. sure that will do well deck of police i'm kind of into deck that it looks, looks really cool. weird yeah it's made by Makers level five <laughs> Yeah, level five. That looks pretty. I cool. love level five. That would be out sometime this year. And then uh, what? What I, I was gonna ask you. What, I don't know what is this game because this is one Rain I actually missed uh, when this was on. Yeah, what is weird? Raincode? Weird mystery game. Weird that? detective like okay. mystery game, anime detective mystery game. Okay. They talked about it like a year ago. I want to say. Um, I okay. thought it looked cool back then because I remember looking it up like six months ago to see if it didn't come out or whatever. Um, okay. It's it's you know it's funny is it's it it has kind of like that deck of police vibe to it where it's like weird anime cartoony over the top, but it's like a detective game where you have to, but then there's also like persona vibes to it where like you go through dungeons. Once you learn the clues and a whole bunch of weird shit goes on. Like it looks neat. Like I, sure. I don't know. Like I, um, something I want to play, but obviously not a full price game. I don't think, but that, right. that kind of wraps up the direct. It was just a lot of like really cool stuff. Good that stuff. They announced it was for the first half of this yeah, year. Perfect. Nintendo so, direct. Like their second half of the year is still at a gigantic mystery, mm-hmm. which is fine. <laughs> so we'll see you later on. Um, but like I said, there was, there were two things that kind of came out that are going to get you on this direct. The other one, I'm actually going to, we have an email on it. We got a couple emails. I just pulled one of them. I'm going to read it real quick. And yeah. Get into it. Um, this comes from Rob, Rob from Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. He says, Hey guys, I just got done watching the Nintendo direct to find out Nintendo is going to actually charge $70 for first party titles, starting with Zelda. While I can still understand this price point for the current gen system. It just seems downright evil to do this to people who have been using the system for six years. What do you all think? So it's interesting because this news came out, this news tidbit I'm going to throw in here came out after we got this email um, that Nintendo. So what I thought was interesting, they put up this price thing and then after it, Pikmin comes out in July, right? That game is $60. Right. That's their next first party. game. So now it came out today. Uh, Nintendo will determine $70 price on case by case basis. They are literally only charging $70 on Zelda but because they can fucking. If there's one game Zelda. you can do it on. That's the it's game. That's like, the I game. don't even think you could get away. You couldn't get away with like Mario Odyssey two or seventy. I don't even think you could do that. You don't think no, so? I think I think if okay. I think if they're going to try, it would be that. But that's maybe the only thing. They didn't even do this for fucking Pokemon, dude. And imagine if they had, because then they'd be double dipping and getting you for one hundred and forty on Pokemon for a lot exactly. of people because you have to buy both. Exactly. Like Zelda's the one game where they can do it and people can complain, but those people will buy it anyway. 
Like it's not going to stop yeah, anybody. Like I, I will tell you, I'm complaining okay. and I'm it's, spying. I'm, I'm like, paying 130 is, for Zelda. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But here's here's the other thing about it is, famously, and we've talked about this before, we lived this before. Nintendo games do not go on sale. It is at no, most 10 percent, and in extreme cases, twenty dollars. Like yeah. you you could if you went to go buy Breath of the Wild or Odyssey right now, they're probably sixty bucks, right? I think oh, yeah. I think right now I saw Breath of the Wild is forty because they did some special. Sure, play, but, but they're usually on a normal 50 day, to fifty to sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. And you know why? Because Never the system is still selling. They just sold how many more million at Christmas, and they I have know. to get Zelda and Mario. Like Nintendo isn't stupid, and like the whole reason they they're still not. exist is because they figured it all out after the GameCube nearly bombed. <laughs> what can we get away with? And it yeah. became we can get away with. We don't have remember player's choice GameCube games that go on sale yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. They would eventually like get moved to a permanent price point. That was the GameCube even was funny. Cause it was like 20 or 30, depending on the game, like smash brothers was the $30 version, but yeah, for sure. they know what they can get away with and they know what's acceptable and they know what the limit is. Again, Zelda at $70. Oh, well you're going to have to, because remember Sony's already done it. And Microsoft is about to do it. So why wouldn't Nintendo yeah. do it? Exactly. For the one game that's going to sell more than anything in the past two years for them, probably. Of course. Yeah, it sucks. But so, the, the answer I would say this to say to you, Rob, is it does suck. But like like me, I'm sure you're probably going to still buy the right. game. Right. We're, we're all locked so. in as it is. Um yeah, it, it sucks. Though. Yeah, and maybe uh, like, it's a hard pill to swallow for a system that is six years old. All of a sudden, they're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna up the price." It's not like this is a new Switch right. system. The other you know huge problem with this is places like GameStop, Best Buy, Amazon were taking pre-orders for this since it got announced at sixty dollars. Yeah. So uh-huh. now, when this happened, or and even like I think in some cases, like the day before. They all got pulled. Like the listing was still, but you could not reserve it anymore because they knew. You could not. They knew it was yeah. happening. And now when it finally went back up, every place rightly has it for 70 bucks. But then you've got like, you know, Amazon technically has like pre-order price guarantee where you get it for whatever the lowest price yeah, was. I still have my copy reserved there. It's just, would I get that, you know, but, day one? Probably well, not. you won't. But the other thing is, is, is Amazon going to honor it? Maybe there's some kind of special case where they were like, Nintendo never told us. Or, so far, it yeah. still says you know uh, what I paid at that time. Sure, it so does. We'll see but what happens. Again, but. you don't get charged till it ships. No, you don't. So, so it, it, there's a very weird line. But then I guess that benefits people who were like, yeah, I'm just going to get it. I'll buy it now. So maybe those people yeah. should be locked in at a lower price, and everybody else can just eat it. But um, yeah, it's oof. I I just I don't see a game where it would happen again unless yeah odyssey 2 is the only thing i could conceivably I could see it there. or not it's not gonna be Odyssey. i don't 2. think it happens again i don't think it happens again this console the next nintendo. next console yeah. whatever i think nintendo stuff is 70 oh, across the board 70 yep because yeah. everybody else is doing it now when so. and you're again inflation is up you're paying for marketing um but maybe this is maybe this is when companies get on the board where you know 
remember switch switch physical copies of switch is has the switch decks right everything was ten dollars yeah. more so now they're finally catching up to what happened but maybe maybe this is a platform where you know i don't think companies really want to make it. physical games anymore because that means they have to produce stuff what if yeah. what if in a, there's a scenario where it's like yeah zelda's 70 bucks but if you bought it on the eShop, 60 bucks i think you'd see more people start to go that way even if they don't want to i could see it. it's a yeah, smarter way to do it put it up there seven, that's how but, you know what, but you know what i mean though like in <laughs> no, the future mean, yeah hey if you're willing to buy this digitally it. directly from us we'll give you a ten dollar discount because then yeah, it saves them money it. like necessary evil maybe maybe <laughs> uh final two news stories we'll do real quick here we got i just put this in there because that was funny people want more rock band uh um, that's not coming back hyperkin hyperkin on twitter <laughs> uh it, it, like asked publicly epic games to make a new version of rock band because they want to make the instruments and like no that like the support for it was overwhelming sure. for people want it is it gonna happen no no no, no, no. no. Too, would i like it to happen Absolutely. sure too expensive no. I, music licensing is is insane now it's, it's just it over. sucks yeah. I mean, here's the thing I'll say, like, you can still play Rock Band 4. Mm-hmm. You can still, they are still putting songs out weekly for that game. In well, because as they, because all they have to do is license something, put it into the machine yeah. where it charts the music for them, and then they release it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, and then I put this one, I put this one in here for you, Dan, specifically. Heavy oh. rumor today. Mm. This is the last news article of the day. <laughs> Heavy rumor: Final Fantasy Tactics Revival could now be in full development. Could be. Crisis Core is out of the door. It makes sense. Crisis Core is out the door. It makes sense. No talk about it anymore. Stranger of Paradise. We had that article where it's like we might make a sequel. Doubt it. Um, Doubt but it. But a tactic. <laughs> I also agree. And, lo- and like they just did Tactics Ogre. That team is done with that game. Why not move that team onto a Final Fantasy Tactics remaster? A game people have been asking for for years. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean let's do it like why why haven't you done it yet exactly that's the next side project please do it you know, the other thing is people there's people out there that still think that final fantasy 9 is going to get like a remake no not until 7 is done so. 7 has yeah. to be finished before they think about well, what about the people that want 8 to get that will never get remade <laughs> like no <laughs> that's too so. divisive i think that's 9 so. is more of a eight is a weird one like i i've grown to appreciate eight over the years um i at the time i thought it was not good but um <laughs> i went the opposite yeah. way on it well you I were backwards it was good though, yeah. but then i recently yeah i recently replayed it it is not as good no, I, it's end, a, yeah so. that game falls apart but um so. it's it is a better game than i gave it credit for but i do think nine is sure. you hate nine but i do think that i don't like nine, nine is better <laughs> because it's more it. like an old final fantasy game because it's yeah. very job based and ability based, and it's a fantasy tale and all that kind of stuff. So, I would love to see a nine, a true like nine remaster. I don't want a remake, like a like a, a really nice remaster. Like a nine. seven remake. Yeah, I don't yeah. want that. Um, but uh, tactics, yeah, tactics should be first, and give me tactics advance on there too. Like, come on, man, just <laughs> emulate. Know, that's what you just emulate it on there. I don't care. <laughs> Put it on console please all right well we'll dive in now to the emails we got quite a few emails um we're gonna start off we're gonna start it off with a good GameStop email so this one here comes from mike from redacted 
says, hi, dudes, former GameStop manager here as of today. I wanted to reach out and mention what finally broke me this week, and that was after taking a 12% pay cut, yep, which we, we talked, talked about, about last time, week, yep. which was explained to me by my deal. All right, which was explained to me by my deal is, oh, this is great because now you no longer have mandatory overtime. So it's more time for you to get with you your get family. to pay to spend this time is... with your family is what that means. <laughs> this is utter bullshit. And the icing on the cake after this, my store got 68 hours oh per week between myself, ASL and SGA. That was enough for me to say, fuck it. I just wanted to say I appreciated your advice in the previous episode. I spent the last two days just filling out app, apps on Indeed and spending time with my kids. Never felt such a huge weight off my chest. I have 10 years as an SL under my belt. I'm confident I'll find something fast. You guys have a hell of a podcast. Keep it up. I mean, so I'm happy. I'm happy for Mike. Yeah, I'm very happy for Mike for... <laughs> maximizing his potential and realizing that GameStop is a nightmare. 68, 68 hours. hours I just asked you the other day, like, what Jesus was the lowest Christ. we got? There were times, I mean, I remember, we were oh, man, I remember. It was still at 100. No, 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 it was less than that. But I remember the it days, was like but I remember the days of 100. Um, okay, there, it, it was, it started above 100, and then at some point it was 93, and then it was 87, and then it okay. was 81. It was like they would literally chop this time down to where by the end you'd overlap for maybe an hour if you did. Mm-hmm. And the, like the closer would come in at four or uh, whereas, that, whereas yeah. it should have been two because we should overlap for yeah. a decent amount of time where projects can get done. And I mean, projects also in the afternoon can get a well, little busy. I, I mean, so. in, in, you know, in the heyday, it was I'd open, you'd come in at, two or three and then a ga would two come in three. at 4 30 or 5 and then yeah. everything when you get done during the day and you, and you repeat and you repeat and repeat and saturdays it would be yeah. maybe somebody doesn't open with you but they're there at 12 and on sundays yeah. maybe they don't yeah. open that with you but they're there at one or something yeah but now it's you're expected to work by yourself an entire shift um you know with five thousand dollars worth of ps5s in your back room <laughs> that you don't have properly written down in the serial number book. So yeah, exactly. it's just 68 is <laughs> unbelievable. It's because I think we, we calculated it's... at one time where it was like, we were open it, by the time it got so bad for us. It was like, we were open X amount of hours a week and they would give us yeah. X plus five for a week. And you're like, okay. but we're open for 80. And you're only giving us 85. Like that's not right. That doesn't seem correct. Yeah. So it's just, it, yeah, it's it's nuts. I'm I'm glad. Like the laugh of take a twelve percent pay cut, you get to spend time with your family. That's literally like you're having to pay GameStop to spend time with your family because you have to give them the money back. So like, that, but I could also see that being a way that like regionals told their deal. So just explain it this way. It'll oh yeah, or, or somebody or some stupid. dumbass in a meeting between them came up with that. It's like, what if we phrase it this way, Absolutely. gang? And they're yeah, all like, yeah, let's like, hey, do it. Good. And then other people went, <laughs> oh yeah, sure, and they didn't do that. But um, yeah, I mean, ten years as a sore leader, I I'm very confident Mike will be okay. Like, um, yeah like the weight off your chest like there's there's a definite relief of man i don't work here anymore and i don't i don't have to put up with this shit anymore even getting like my store (laughs) closing it was like you know i had the job lined up pretty quick but i still had a month where it was just like i'm just kind of by myself you know it was cool yeah um 
I just spent at the time I had. You also had that time where like young the stores closed and you're just pulling stuff down. Yeah, know, and like just hanging out. Yeah, and it was the yeah. door was locked and you see people drive up and you just kind of give them a wave through the window, be like go to hell, like, and then over, yeah, man. and <laughs> ripping metal shelves down and throwing them in a pile in the middle of the floor. It was really, it was really yeah. kind of cathartic to take it apart yeah. and destroy it. The only thing we, yeah. I, the only problem with our store was we left the TV hanging because. Um, mm-hmm. The RTV was like the way that RTV was 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 one of the ones that hung. Mount it really. It was like hard bolted into the ceiling, and when we looked at it, we're like, "Fuck this!" Like, I'm not getting paid extra to take out some shitty old TV. I'm out. And it's we should have got rid of that. Who's what are you gonna do about it? Like, and it was it's probably still in there. To be fair, because that entire it probably the entire plaza. I think you you know this now, but the entire plaza is empty now. It is over. Um, Okay. But it is still there. China buffets. It's gone. They've been gone for really a while. Uh, I had driven by there once during the pandemic, and there was something that was trying to open up mm, in the GameStop because somebody was putting shelves up, and then all of a sudden I think I remember gone. you said that, yeah. But I thought it was maybe because I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, storage. and then nothing happened with it. I should go by there again I when I can know. just to see. You should go by and see. But um, there, there is nothing yeah. left. It is all gone. But. Um, so yes, they got to be getting close to finally just pulled. Up. It has to be close. Um, but yes, we are, <laughs> right. we are happy for you, Mike. Um, keep in touch and let us know if you find something and if it's how much better it is. I'd love to know. For yeah. sure. Share with, Absolutely. share with everyone. Yeah. It's a good, be it's a success a good story. thing for yes. other. Yeah. Be a success story for others. Yes. Um, Next email we got directed towards me, Dean from Jacksonville, Florida, says, Hey guys, this question is probably for Kyle specifically. With this Dead, Sa- Dead Space remake seemingly successful, what do you want next? Would you rather a remake it too or a brand new game? Um, I kind of said before, like, I think I know what's going to happen, which I think obviously the remake's very successful. I think you're going to divide that team that made this remake mm-hmm. uh, in a certain way where some of them are going to go off, they're going to pump out because now they have their engine. I think you get both. Yeah, it's and I think you're gonna get both. Think of it like I think um, you get a remake too before you get whatever the next is. Think of it like Capcom with how they're remaking Resident Evil games on one end and then they're making Resident Evil nine. I mean, I guarantee you they they have already started plotting something for a new Dead Space at this point. Yes. So and I think it was kind of a thing like we're gonna wait and see if this is successful. We're gonna wait for Callisto Protocol to fail. So that we can come in and be like, remember how you guys like Dead Space? We make the real one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, But yeah, no, that's exactly what I think. I mean, and it's what I want. That's what I want. I would like both. (laughs) Remake of two. Yeah. Because two is also a fantastic They'll get both. They'll finish it. I would like a brand new one. And the other thing is like, if they make two, they will make a remake of three. They just will. Um, They will. They're not going to remake the first two and not the third one. Yeah. They maybe they could do more with that, kind of fix it, yeah, than they did back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have played three, so um, it's it's an experience. <laughs> Let's put it that yeah. way. Um, next email we got comes from Billy from San Antonio, Texas. Says, "Hey all, I was curious if you've seen the latest Watergate scandal <laughs> yeah. going on this time with Resident Evil Four remake and the rain. Do you think that the footage? Do you think it's just footage compression, or is the rain really going to look that bad in this remake? So." I looked into it because I, I honestly, to be fair, I have watched nothing. Yeah, about I saw that. I saw what he's trailer. talking about. I personally don't need to see more, but I went and, and sought this out because I was curious. I see what they're talking about. 
I think it's compression. I think I so think too. Like I think it, I think it's a little bit of both. Like it's compression and it Only looks because not great right now. I've seen rain in this engine right. in Resident Evil Two and Three Remake, and it's fine. I just they're using the same engine. I just laugh. <laughs> like, like, I don't. But think how are we still good. not getting rain like correct? Like if if you're focused, how are we still <laughs> talking about water? Thi- like if you're like, focused, Spider Man, yeah. Watergate, like. Every it all comes it always comes so, back to water physics on stuff, but like if if your goal is to get <clears throat> if if you and you're like, man, we really want to have rain in this scene, then get it correct. Or don't put it in. It's not that integral to that yeah, part exactly. of the key. Like it is. So I think it's video it compression. Is, it gonna stop anybody. No. no. I think it will look it. better when you're actually running through it yourself. Because um, because remember you gotta remember everything you watch on YouTube <clears throat> is compressed, especially yeah. If you're watching a live conference mm-hmm. or something, it's always super. Like the Game Awards is a great example yeah. of that. You got to remember anytime you watch after. a video, you're never watching the true output of it because it's a very it's various mm-hmm. combinations of things. It's what the video was shot as, how it was compressed, what you're watching it on, how many <laughs> people are using the thing that you're watching it on, your screen. Like there's just so many things it has to go through. <laughs> I'll get I'll give you a great example of it like for me when I do my YouTube content, like I don't, I don't put anything up in 4k. There's no point. So everything I put up is 1080p. Cause I don't, I, I agree. There's no point for me, Yeah. but the footage I capture is 4k. Sure. So when I am editing the video, these are 4k files that are being compressed down to 1080p. So when it comes to the YouTube form and then I watch that, you know, back before I post it, it's always compressed and that footage looks worse than it does. In the 4K, of course it does. Like 100%. But... So, but it is what you're it literally is. putting it in a machine. At the end of the day, I look at it. You're putting it yeah. into a machine that sole purpose is to make the file size as small as possible. <laughs> so, well, and the thing that I, the thing that I said to myself a while ago, I said, "How do most people even watch these YouTube videos? Are a lot of people sit down on their TV and watch them, or are they just on their phone? phone? So, what does it matter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 1080p so, is enough. It is enough for that. So." I made that sacrifice a long you're time. Not, ago, you're not. You're so. not. You're not digital foundry, dude. Like you don't need. <laughs> no, fidelity. I don't, no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, I watch. All I mean, those those, that shit. That shit's really good to watch. They're great. Yeah, that shit's yeah, real good to but watch. But they have the money and the time. Yes, to do they that. have the time. Um, next email comes from Sal from Baltimore, Maryland. He says, "Hey guys, I just want to say I really dig the new intro song. How did you come up with that? So that actually is all. That's me. all, Kyle." um that is all me um i have and we've talked about on the on the podcast before i've played guitar off and on for 20 years um i did put guitar down for a long time and then picked it up with the pandemic um for me i just the original guitar the original intro that we had was just me fucking around and i never thought it sounded particularly great or really fit the podcast it just was what i came up with and we said fuck it let's go with it and then uh, during our winter break, I had made the goal for myself, like, we need to have something that sounds more game-centric yep. than just me playing some blues riff on a guitar. So um, I sat down, I you know, with the music programs that I have, and I just kind of banged out what you hear. Um, it's mostly, it, it is very compressed guitar, and then there are keyboards on there, and then the, the drums is just a drum machine. I don't play drums, so... As as I saw a good meme recently, and I'll put it out there. Anytime you see the guitarist sit behind a behind a drum set, you know the practice is over. <laughs> so, and that would be for me yeah. too, because I can play my one drum beat on the drums like it's over. Yeah, that's so, that's all, Kyle. But uh, no, yeah. 
that that one is all me for sure but uh thank th- thank you for enjoying it i hope more people enjoy it because it Claps it does you. sound much better it's different and like we before. talked about it before like the first one it was kind of like hey you were like hey i've got this and we're like yeah it's fine <laughs> like we'll, we'll do it because remember in the beginning i made another one yeah i'll put that in there i made another one and it was very dark and ominous yeah. <laughs> and i was like i put it out there i was like no nah, we're gonna do this one and i sat on it for like two days i capitalized you're like no i got this other one I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah no and i was like i need to go back to the drawing board this sounds like some twin peaks thing. yeah it was so weird i went back and made a more game game centric one that had like the 8-bit tone in yeah. there and it just sounds much better mm-hmm. so yeah works sure. really well so uh but appreciate it so uh, next email we have comes from Nate from Queens, New York. He said, hi, guys. With the recent Nintendo Direct focusing a lot uh, a lot on fan-speculated and highly requested titles being announced, like Metroid Prime Remastered, Bank and Kato's 1 and 2 Remastered, plus finally showing off the most we've seen of Zelda before its May release, is this the swan song for the Switch? Do you think that it's possible because the focus was only on the first half of 2023 that they could be ready to introduce something around E3 time release this fall either a switch pro or maybe whatever the next system also do you think backwards compatibility will be a necessity for whatever the next system is thanks love the show first of all whatever their next system it has to play switch uh it would be weird there's no way it It would be very weird if it didn't to disconnect from it yeah like i could understand i mean obviously going from the wii u to the switch it It had to change right it had to change it had to change now i think whatever the next thing is it's still going to be cartridge based like it is now. Right. Um, I also like, it's, it's hard for me to say because of how successful the switch is. I guarantee you whatever the next system is, will have switch in the name. And it, mm. I think it will be, I, I don't think you get a, I a, think the next thing. I think the next thing is a switch. Pro. I think it will be more iterative than um, a new system because i also think you're not going to get away from the handheld tv hybrid switches i think they yeah. hit the nail yeah. on the head with that there's nowhere else to go get away from that. there's nowhere else to go no like they they no. they killed off the handheld <laughs> sector to make this thing for this they can't split exactly. it they cannot split it again um no please yeah it'll be i think i think realistically it's a more powerful switch um maybe it's slightly bigger because i the screen will have to get bigger see it a little bit um yeah but i think i think there's also room for that system is small enough where it could stand to be bigger and i don't think people would care that much um and just improve and it's, it's just going to be a much more improved version of that system like screen I, better know, processor before, better all, more memory more yeah, storage right. like i've said all along all i want is for uh the handheld system to be able to do 1080p 60 yes. and then the dock before yeah that and that's that's, that's all it really yeah. needs to be uh <laughs> And obviously, better processor and all that other stuff, so that the next yeah, set sure. of games so can be better. And, yeah. Um, if they don't make it backwards, that's a it's a huge problem, especially because we just talked about it earlier. I, like, I don't think the Switch be. is the second best selling system of all time. They're not going to stop prevent that from happening. Um, no. So the theory, I guess, would be like maybe they make a new Switch and then they start making games that are like plays better on Switch Pro or whatever, where it still functions. Yeah. But. <laughs> It's not, you know, how you're supposed to play it. That's a very tricky line, too. Um, or that would probably only happen for a year or two. But yeah, um, with the amount that they sell of these things all the time, they can't cut it off entirely. That would be awful. Um, I don't think so. Th- it's just, it's too big of a system. I think it would system. hurt them more. 
Yeah. It, it would be the step back. It would be, you know, cause they, you know, they go forward and then take a step back and then they're skyrocketing. Now they can't risk going back. Um, that yeah. being said, like, you know, they focus on the first half of 2023. That's how these directs work though. They're always like, this yeah. is for the next six months. And then maybe we'll tease something that is farther, but they tend to only do that at E3 time, like Zelda, where they're like, yeah. you guys know it exists. We're just going to tell you it exists, but it's far away. And we're not going to tell anything else about it. They, they've yeah. kind of learned their lessons about talking about stuff a little too early. They, um, yeah, like I'd say them out of the three, the big three, like they have done a really good job of scaling back mm-hmm. and just focusing on whatever the next six months is going to bring. Maybe like you said, throw one big tease like Zelda as being the big thing people talked right. about for the last couple of years, but they don't, they don't, they've gotten away from the like, Hey, here's this new Mario game. It might be out three. Well, years that's the other thing now. too, like, though, they don't do is that. when they do the tease, they do it in a very specific way where they're like, a yes. sequel is coming. And then that's what they say. And then when people ask about it, like, <laughs> we've told how you many times the amount, we're going to tell you right now, a sequel yeah. is coming. Like that's it. How many times do they have to go back to that and say the Breath of the Wild sequel is coming? It's coming later. Yeah. Like they keep just, they, like how many times they had to do that before they gave it a time? So this, I mean, so them only focusing on the first six months makes sense because that's what they do now, and I prefer it that way because I like like these directs get me excited where it's like awesome. So I've got Advance Wars in April. Yeah, like Pikmin's right here. This Kirby game is in a couple weeks. Like they do it perfect, mm-hmm. where they space stuff out the enough. Metroid thing, they, the Metroid thing, do does a shadow today. drop. The Metroid thing was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a shadow drop, which is great. They do um, a really good job. I could see a world where the next direct, they they make a hint at, yeah, we're we're working on new hardware, but that's probably all they say. I think yeah. it's I think it's the appropriate time at least mm-hmm. where they could say that. But that's all they say. They hey, don't we say we're working on the next Nintendo or the next hardware development. We will talk about it more. Right. But I think I think you even have to use more that's generic it, terms or like new hardware. Yeah. You can't say the next yeah. gen. You can't say whatever because if you say next gen and it ends up being a, a 1080 60 switch, that's <laughs> not enough for next gen, but it's what people want. Um, right. Yeah. But the other thing to think about too is like, so Zelda Zelda is soon. It's in May. What could they possibly have left for this version of the Switch that would matter? Well, well, let me read our next one sentence email right. that I put in here because it made me laugh out loud. <laughs> right. This comes from Brett from Salt Lake City, Utah. He simply says, "Hey, dude. Simple question. Do you think Metroid Prime Four is dead? Thanks." Dead, um, no. I think that has to be the next thing, right? Uh, That's kind of the last thing that was like teased a long time. Well, it's the last thing that we know about, but yeah. my, my guess would yeah. be is that it's not dead, but it is not what it was at the time they announced it. And it probably has changed twice since the time they announced it. I think so. Right. Um, and also that might be a really good game for here's the new hardware. That's what I was thinking. Right. Like, I, you know, don't it's force been it on this enough. at this point. Literally, yeah. the only thing yeah. we've ever seen was that the little logo. title thing of Metroid Prime 4 in development. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I know the logo will have changed. It's changed hands. I know for a fact it's changed hands at least once. Because they had, <laughs> it's they came been out so and were long like, that we had a completely different fucking Metroid game come yes. out. <laughs> so, that I still need to play. So. Um, yeah, I mean, we literally got a different Metroid game in between that. Exactly. So, that would be a very good, like, we are working on new hardware. 
remember hardware for them they don't care if it drops in holiday season because the switch was in march no. so switch was in march it did fantastic right. it's gonna oh the thing about that the thing about them too is like it sells no matter what whenever it comes out so maybe we get oh, yeah, sure. we're making new hardware and then maybe we get the presentation of the new hardware next e3-ish or next march-ish and then it comes out six months later you know i could see that so i could see metro that. prime 4 is it dead no i mean i don't think it's dead very few things ever truly die without you being told that they're I think, dead i think the logo you saw yeah, is i don't dead. think that's right <laughs> Uh, maybe it's not even maybe it's not even called four anymore. You know, maybe it's Metroid Prime, something else. But um, yeah, but very few things ever die without you being told expressly that they're dead. Like Duke Nukem Forever, you could have said was dead for a decade and it came out. So, but stuff like Scalebound for Xbox, they told you it's dead. Like it's it's over. Although it might not be. Remember, you see that might not be. That'd be really cool if it came back. But um, (laughs) yeah, it's is it dead? It's dead for now. I don't. But the thing is, is hey with man, with a, the way Nintendo works, forever. with yeah, well, but with the Beyond Good and Evil too. with the uh, <laughs> with with the way that directs work, that could also be something that's just mm-hmm. in the next direct, and they're like, hey, it comes out in December, and you're just like, yeah, oh, okay, totally. Sure. That's the thing. I mean, like, it could, yeah, there is a chance, like, and that's what I was saying too. Like, it could very much be in the next direct. We're like, hey, here's our fall titles. Hey, remember Metroid Prime? It's not called Four anymore. Here's its weird. Something subtitle. is Prime for release, and then that thing slides yeah, over. Yeah, I can then, see yeah. It, yeah, he always exactly. says something stupid, and then the thing slides yeah. in. Exactly. Um, Priming up for yeah. release in November. Yeah. Like, so, like, it's it. it's possible, but uh, whatever it was is not what it is. Um, I mean, Dread did really no, well, so sure. uh, maybe yeah, maybe there is. I need to play it. <laughs> but the thing is, is like that did so well that maybe there isn't a Prime. Maybe. Maybe Prime Four depends on how this remaster does. Uh, true. Yeah. Because Nintendo kind of likes to base stuff. The first off one, of that. you know, they're going to do the other two, right? Like, there's no way they're just going to do one. I think they could. I it. think they could get away with not doing it, but it's, okay. if this one sells, they'll why not make the second one? They probably yeah. will. Right. Uh, next email is going to be an interesting one for sure. Uh, this comes to us from colleen from ann arbor michigan says hey guys absolutely love the podcast i have a question that i'm curious what kind of conversation we'll start do you all have any genres that you previously didn't like until you played a specific game and if so what was the breakthrough game that got you into that genre thanks so the way i I think we've interpreted this email differently kind of we we had to a little bit the way that the way that I read it was maybe a genre that you tried at some point were like and wrote off as I don't like this genre, and then something came out and you tried it again. What was that sure. breakthrough game? So for me, I have a couple. I put down uh, tactical RPGs. I was never a fan of tactical RPGs. I don't. I couldn't tell you remember what the one that I tried was, but I didn't like the grid based mm-hmm. uh, tactical RPGs. Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, is what the 3ds game specifically yeah. that's what kind of got me into it and then right after that project cross yeah that came really good which is a fantastic a fun game. game that would be a great um, like somehow get that on a switch kind of a thing i would love to have there's two yeah of them. i would love to have It'd both those on a switch that's a fantastic game um simulator for me simulator games like never really caught on with me until house flipper mm. and now i'm like to the point where i want to try all like power power wash simulator 
the police one. There's that fire tr- fire one. There's a lot play, of crazy Fireman ones. One. Yeah. Like yeah. So like, but House Flipper was the one that broke me into it. Um, and then I put this one on here last because I I never I have a friend who's super super into soccer, and I watched for years. I watched him play online with a friend. You know, various soccer games. I could not get into it for whatever reason. Yeah. The get the the soccer video game that got me into it was Pro Evolution 2011, uh, as we we called the Zenith. Uh, <laughs> that's a fantastic fucking soccer video game. Um, and I can now sit down and actually play a soccer video game and not have a terrible time with it. Yeah. So after that game, so those were the things I put on here. What about you? Yeah. Man? So this was tough for me. Or how did you? This was tough it? for me because I, I sat there and I thought about it, and um, I know a lot of people say this a lot about you know people say it about music or movies or whatever but like when it comes to video games like i really do kind of play most things like it's it's most genres in general like i was trying to think of like some weirder genres of stuff and like music games but that's not really true because i play ddr on ps1 so like i've always yeah. and i've you know i used to play ddr with controllers just because i like rhythm games and like amplitude and all that stuff so mm-hmm. always played those i've always played sports games i've always been a big sports guy like pretty much any sport i'll play it um you know obviously like adventure games like zelda i've played forever uh, you know i had a nintendo i played mm-hmm. uh any kind of game i could get my hands on really and I, I, there's not really stuff i don't like um the the one yeah. thing i thought was i i kind of came up with where you know i'm a huge rpg guy now and i'm a huge final fantasy like in general like series guy now where i own them all <laughs> i play them all yeah. the time but it's weird to think i think back and i realized that my first final fantasy game even though i had played rpgs like earthbound and, and chrono trigger mm-hmm. and um like secret of evermore on the super nintendo i never mm-hmm. played a final fantasy game until final fantasy 7 for pc which is a really thing to think about like is like i remember the pc version that has the weird box. it has a weird box and it also comes in like weird, a weird like, billfold thing box. and it's got like four yeah. discs in it <laughs> and a friend of mine um had, this was in high school a friend of mine was like hey you like we play games and stuff a lot I'm like yeah he's like do you want a copy of final Fantasy 7 for pc and i was like i mean if you're giving it away sure i was like okay and then, you know at the time i didn't have a, a super great pc i had an e-machine you remember those um, but it was pretty yeah, decent yeah. i souped it up as much as i could um and i played final Fantasy 7 on pc and i fell in love with that game as i played it and i was like man why have i never played a final fantasy 7 game or final fantasy game before like <laughs> then you look it up and you realize yeah. that at that point we'd only ever had one and then, you know, what are now four and six on Super Nintendo. So there were a ton of them available, yeah. but I liked RPGs. But that was like the kickoff point because I played that game to a point where if you play Final Fantasy VII, when Diamond Weapon comes out of the ground, that game would crash every time on PC. Like, I don't know what it PC was. Version. Like, I, I eventually chalked it up to the, the disc was bad because I, I even got so yeah. deep into, like, configuring <laughs> the files where um, I thought okay. maybe it was like that file was bad. So I actually changed yeah. it to play a different video when that came out so when that sure. part happens you're so it would play something else but even then it would crash i was like i checked it up to this being bad and i said okay fuck it and i got in my car and i went to the one bought final history 7 for ps1 and then just played through the whole thing <laughs> again and then from that point it was yeah. like i caught on to it so that i, I kind of credit that as you know i didn't really play a lot of rpgs i didn't have a ps1 i had a 64 and 64 famously doesn't really have rpgs on it um no, that there's yeah. there's very few um and then so kind of went through that i mean if we're talking about like whole genres of stuff that like i just don't really play like 
horror games are really hit or miss for me. Um, yeah, the PS2, okay. I kind of played the golden era of like the PS2 stuff, where like um, Clock Tower Three and, and Haunting Grounds, yeah. and uh, like all of those like really cool like weird ones, and like even I even liked Obscure, even though it's not very good. But I don't like um, I don't like modern ones. You know, Resident Evil Five was the last one I really enjoyed. Like six, I kind of dropped off. I loosely say yeah. five is a horror. Game. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, like I'm saying, it's like Resident Evil is like kind of like yeah. that's where I kind of dip back down because six of... falls apart. Seven, while cool, like, I'm not, not interested in. Evil Within, I'm not super interested. I'm not into like jump scare crap. Yeah, I was um, gonna say you're not. Yeah, you I don't, don't like you don't go for that. I don't like super gore stuff. stuff. Like yeah, I, I, I like more I thriller stuff. Jump into yeah as much as um, yeah. And then and the only other thing would be like I didn't play a lot of racing games as a kid. Um, yeah, Burnout is the only one where I really like. I remember Burnout Three came out. And we put it in the Xbox at work, and I we I played that for maybe twenty minutes, and I was like, yeah, I'm buying this one. And then you know, Paradise is incredible. <laughs> And then Paradise the only other like game. racing yeah, games I like, games. yeah, are like Forza Horizon games. Um, yep. I still won't play. I don't Same prefer game. regular Forza just because it's too structured and like racing on laps and stuff. It's too um, far into the Grand yeah. Turismo type. Yeah, which, like, which I, I, I respect, respect Grand yeah. Turismo, but I'm never gonna sit down. And play I played fun, GT so. like three and four on PS2, and at the time I got it, but I I, sure. I bumped off, but. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, so the most impactful thing that like changed my idea of like a genre was Final Fantasy VII got me into RPGs. Like Earthbound is famously like my favorite game ever, and that is as much yeah. an RPG as you could ever possibly play. But Seven opened me up to like I got to go get Seven, and then as soon as I was done with Seven, I was like I might as well just buy Eight and Nine, and then that's when I bought you know Chronicles and Anthology for PS One, and then they put Origins on yeah, PS One, yeah. so I could finally play yeah. One and Two. So like I finally that opened the floodgates and then um the the best the the to prove how much Final Would Fantasy meant before or after ten. Well here's wow. here's the thing. This is to prove because okay. I was playing all these PS1 games on my PS2 and then my PS and okay. then my PS2 died. And I just kinda oh. didn't I didn't buy because I had the original oh, wow. problem with PS2s where I was yeah. playing Grand Theft Auto three, went to cross a bridge, the game quit and it never read a disc again. Um but then I was I hadn't bought one and it was like it's been a little bit and then I was at my buddy's house and he's like oh, I just got Final Fantasy X and he was showing it to me we, he played like an hour and oh, I was like yeah. fuck and I was like get in a car drove to Best Buy <laughs> walked into Best Buy I grabbed a PS2 and uh, Final Fantasy X and then the guy then I walked up to the counter and the, I was just like just ring it up man and then he's like do you want the protection plan on the PS2 and I said of course I want the protection plan on the PS2 <laughs> <laughs> and then I just went and played Final Fantasy X for like a week. So that was yeah. enough for me to, you know, buy an entire new system again. So like Final Fantasy was what, mm -hmm. and then now I play Star Ocean and Xeno Saga and just any RPG that comes out. I yeah. Play it, so. Yeah. How about you, Matt? So how about instead of a game <laughs> that opened me up to genres, what about mm -hmm. a game for a series that I just didn't really get into? Yeah, I mean, at, yeah, I mean that's because interpreting that's this. Yeah, in, no. Rules in retrospect, <laughs> I know like there are like there's like a really big Zelda and Link like fan base, you know, sure. and, like yeah, they're diehard, right? Diehard people. Oh yeah, and uh, I got nothing against them, nothing at all. But like, I've never played a Zelda game, 
Okay. I didn't touch the first one. I didn't touch anything on the NES. I didn't touch Ocarina. I didn't touch Wind Waker. Like, I didn't yeah. touch anything. Sure. And it wasn't until I bought my Switch. Okay. And at that time, there was, like, a sale, and Link's Awakening oh, man. was there. Mm. Okay, the remake and, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Love that and game. I was like... Okay. You know what? I need a game anyways. Like, I bought Breath of the Wild with my Switch. I bought Super Mario Odyssey with my Switch. And sure. I was like, you know what? Let's just, let, let's, let's, let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. Let's yeah. see what happens. And so I started, I started playing it. And I was playing it hard for a while. And I stopped. Like, I, I really want to pick it back up. So I think maybe after I'm done with Assassin's Creed, I'll jump back into it and mm-hmm. see if I can okay. just finish it out. But, like... I will say that that has opened my eyes to like why Zelda and Link have such a big fan base because mm-hmm. it, it really is an entertaining game and it really mm-hmm. is like a, there's like a depth to it that it, I missed when I was like younger. It is my and I just really didn't. favorite Zelda game. Like I, you know, everybody will, yeah. a lot of people will tell you Ocarina or, or Breath exactly. of the Wild now or whatever, but for whatever, Breath of the Wild, yeah. But for whatever reason, like Link's Awakening. <laughs> I had it on Game Boy, and then I got the DX version eventually, too. I've played through that game mm-hmm. probably, like, a dozen times at this point. Um, just because, like like you're talking about, it is the most, like, purest, basic form of what a Zelda game is. Where, like, you right. are in yeah. a world, you go to a dungeon, you get the item, you go to the next one. And it's, you know, obviously, it's a sequel to Link to the Past. A lot of people don't understand that and realize that, but it is. Um, right. But it's like a side story off of the coast because eventually we got a sequel to it. Um, uh, yeah, I just like that is it is the most quintessential Zelda game, and I think if you can find a way to like that one and like how it's structured, then you realize that all of the other ones are just like blown up versions of that. Like Ocarina of Time is just a super side version of that, where the world is bigger, but you're still on a path and you go through things. Obviously, Breath of the Wild kind of changes that, and Wind Waker kind of did too. But uh, I've always liked the handheld ones more because they have a I don't want to say a structure because like that makes it feel like it's limited, but, um, yeah. but like link between worlds, an incredible game. Like if you like link to the past at all, that is a better version of that game in my head. Yeah. Like, no, that um, is a really good, but, uh, and then like Minish cap, which they just put on that expansion pack thing. If, if, yeah. if, if, if for some reason you were someone who never played Minish cap, just cause it was a kind of a later in life game boy advance game, incredible Zelda game. Like it is linked to the past with more stuff in it. So okay, um, but Link's Awakening that and that Switch remake Link's Awakening is like perfection. The graphics are incredible. I I'm actually amazed they have not done something to try and bring uh Link the Link Between Worlds forward. God, they should. Now that you such a good game. So that was a huge one. I can't. Yeah, yeah. And the second, I want to say the second screen in that was just inventory and maps, so it doesn't really matter. It is. It is. Yeah. That was why I got a 3D. Yeah. So. (laughs) Such a good game. Yeah. Link's Awakening. I would. I would say you should when Odyssey's off your plate, like that is the perfect. (laughs) Which is gonna be a while, but that is like the perfect game to get you. I think to get what a Zelda game is, and it's not. Yeah the blown up and i mean i really do want to pick it back up because like i i had a lot of fun like i i was in deep like i think it was when i first started Mm, is when i was in mid picking like i was in it because i like i just left my other job and i and i started there and i was like uh i was docking my switch in the tv next to me and i was just playing things randomly and I like literally picked it up 
and I was just like in it for like a mm-hmm. good like yeah month, and I just put it down and I just stopped. But like, I think that for me, if I if I I'm gonna pick it back up and I'm gonna play through it, and then I really want to play through Breath through of the Wild too, <laughs> so I can actually oh, maybe pick up the you know the sequel yeah. that's coming out. Those are too um, extreme yeah. to the Zelda world too, because like exactly, Link's yeah, Awakening yeah. is a Game Boy game, and the Breath of the Wild is like that game on steroids. <laughs> yeah breath of the wild for me is like and that i would say now is my favorite zelda game for years i would tell you Ocarina you know mm-hmm. time because i played through it so many times as a kid but breath yeah. of the wild is very much the game that i wanted as a kid to see zelda become so when mm-hmm. they actually put that out exactly. you know it, and it's still incredible it's almost like it, it, it has a almost like at times dark souls mis- mystery to it mm-hmm. like going to different places and stuff in it it's so big and doesn't tell you so. what to do like whereas it does right. not tell you what to do. you can literally start the game and go whatever direction right. whereas a game there people that have speed like ocarina you know, kind of speed runs yeah yeah mm-hmm. ocarina is very much a linear guided experience breath of the wild is not you exactly. can spend you know a couple hours in that game you could spend i spent 120 so yeah. <laughs> like well i mean that's like that's an incredible you, you know, experience. like i picked up breath of the wild and now i'm at a point where i have no idea what i'm doing i would just start yeah, start over. <laughs> yeah. and i'm like all right well i guess it's time to start this journey over but um so aside from that i would think i know i, I put in uh final fantasy 8 when we were talking about this but then yeah. like I, as we were talking and i was thinking about it super mario rpg mm, is okay. what made me pick okay. up an rpg yeah. and i really was a fan of that and I, i'm not a huge fan of rpgs like i'm really trying to get back into them because i do like a lot of the stories and stuff and like the mm-hmm. fact that a lot of the a lot of the games carry so many stories and they just keep progressing i i'm interested like i like i like long-term storytelling you know mm-hmm. yeah and i'm really interested in that so like i really want to like pick up that kind of stuff again but i and then in the same retrospect it's like i know it's kind of hard to get back into that so some of them are yeah yeah so i played the mario rpg and i was a huge fan of that and then final fantasy 8 came out and i saw like the cutscenes and stuff like that and i got got hooked man and i was like (laughs) i really want to try this game so like when it came out i bought the game i bought the guide Mm -hmm. and i I legit, it's probably the one game that I went page by page and walked through the entire yep. guide mm-hmm. and like just devoted my time God, into that. I and miss, it was, I miss Strategy Guide so much. Yeah, God, I miss, I miss him. him so much. <laughs> Count and I were talking and about it's that. Like, it's like, is Zelda game going to get one? I hope so. Just because it's a nice thing to have with the one. game. Yeah. If it did, I would definitely I would be buy down it. by I it. I have the first yeah. one. It's guide, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I think for me that's where I'm at. Um, I, I'm kind of like you. I play whatever like boats my boat. I yeah. love, I love the Resident Evils. I, I love. I'm willing to try um, almost anything, man. Like visual yeah, novel I mean, games. I, like I play those for Christ's NBA sake. NBA Jam. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't play yeah. the NBA 2K series, but I mean, I like the NBA Jam. Mm-hmm. I you know, yeah, and I would I'd Blitz be the same place and there. like you know, like even like uh like you were talking about Burnout. I was a big fan of Driver. So I mean, it's kind of like yeah. It, it, I just really play whatever just like it speaks to me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I Super Mario RPG was my second RPG that I played. My first was uh Final Fantasy Mystic yeah. Quest. Did you ever play <laughs> Matt, did you ever play like Paper Mario and stuff like that after? No. You should. You should play the you sixty four one. They're very much I got yeah, the sixty four one. And the GameCube the game well the GameCube one is is 
great. I, okay. I'm i a weirdo, is and it, I love the Wii one. Is that the 1,000-year yeah. door? I love Super yeah. Paper Mario. I get why people don't, but for, for some reason... What I about that Switch game. one? Origami like King? Um, yeah, people yeah. liked it for the most part. You know what's funny? My kid is playing okay. through it. She really likes it. Oh, okay. But it's it's that. cool. It's cool because it, so. she's figuring it out, and I don't have to help. Which is <laughs> which is, go. but <laughs> you got to that point. But it's now. cool to see though because she's still young, and but she's like, she's yeah. figuring out Origami King. She's interested in it. She likes the story. Like it reminds me of playing Mario RPG when I was a kid. Man, like this is just her version of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I got oh, the absolutely. Wii U, the Super, uh, Paper Mario for the Wii. That oh, one's okay. not that good. Uh, like, yeah. If you okay. could, if you could get a copy of the '64 yeah. one, that might be on the Switch thing. That's good for sure. Uh, that's yeah. a great one well, to play hey, in the GameCube. If one. it's okay. available at the con, you guys are going to. I'll look for a copy and see if I can find a cheap one. <laughs> yeah, that's a great game. Yeah. Paper Mario yeah. for '64 is it is Mario RPG too. Like it, like it's just yeah. it's what that game is. Yeah, I'm totally down. And for that. PSA don't ever play Sticker Star on the 3DS because it is that game pure sucks. garbage. <laughs> I was so pissed off I at that game. Being disappointed at that so one. angry at how oh, bad man. that game was. It's bad. All right. One more. All right. Our, our All right. final email. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be a fun one too. Tough uh, one. Corey from Rock Island, Illinois says, Hey dudes, I know it's a gaming podcast, but I'm curious if you can pick one. What is your favorite movie of all time? And why? Oof. Um, does anybody have a definitive actually, answer this, that they can just say immediately? I do. Okay. You can go first. Yeah, I do. Um, so my, for a long time, mine was Scarface until the last couple of years. Uh, I have changed that to the original uh, 1979 Alien. Okay. I watch okay. that movie probably once or twice a year. I I adore every aspect of that. It's one of the main reasons why I love Dead Space because it it's like a mix of that and um, that one I that one uh, Event Horizon mm. is another like it mixes it. those two stories like really really well. Event Horizon is so I fucked fucking up that movie. Is- Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember watching that as it a is kid. Not the movie you think no. you're going into. I remember yeah, watching that movie absolutely. with my my dad used to watch all it's that kind of so stuff crazy. when I was a kid. He's like, "I'm gonna watch this movie. You want to watch it?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And you watch the thing, going, "The fuck is happening?" I hate this. movie. It is so like, fucking dark. But uh, original Alien. Uh, I mean, I like Aliens as well. I like all those movies. Some of them, obviously, well, not as good as big others. Prometheus guy. But uh, the original, I watch. I love Prometheus. <laughs> so, but uh, original <laughs> Alien, a easily favorite favorite movie of all time okay. at this point. So. Uh, now you guys are. Uh, do you have a definitive <laughs> answer, Matt, or should I just go through mine? Go ahead. Go okay, this is incredibly hard because there are a lot of movies I like for a lot of different reasons. I'm gonna list three, and then I'll and I'll pick one out of the three after listing. So <laughs> the top three are probably um, Back to the Future, the first one. Uh, when I was a okay. kid, when I was a kid, I loved two more, but then you watch them again as an adult, and you go, "Now one is definitively better, but two is <laughs> two is fun, and then three yeah. is." exist to finish right. two um mm-hmm. so yeah. back to future one is a movie i could watch every day if i if i had to yeah um indiana jones and the last crusade um another okay. weird one because as a kid i would have told you temple of doom and then you watch him again as an adult and you go no it's not that one mm-hmm. um I would, I would pick raiders, raiders is a raiders is like a hair Very below close, last dude. crusade i just love the mm-hmm. interaction with him and his and his dad like um yeah, my yeah. my i named my dog indiana because his dog is named yeah, indiana so like that is yeah. high on the list i'm excited <laughs> for the new one even though i have no reason to be um because i was burned last time to be but i also am. super burned <laughs> so, last time 
Oh, I want it to be good. And then, and good then the third really one would be, this is really basic, but the 2002 Spider-Man movie, like the Toby, the first one. Okay. Because, okay. Yeah. you know, if you think about that, like, obviously the MCU now is a different animal. And, like, I like the Spider-Man movies that exist now. But Spider-Man, yeah, the first Spider-Man movie is just, like, at the time it was, like, I cannot believe that they made a Spider-Man movie it was, and it's good. Yeah. And it's really good. Yeah. Like, it's, I wouldn't even tell you it's my favorite Spider-Man movie I mean, I like I like Homecoming and stuff a lot too. So it, I got to go back and forth, but I think Spider-Man One is more important to me, just because of the fact that it was so good at the time. I saw that movie four times in it, five days. <laughs> um, I just loved every minute. I could watch it today and quote the whole thing to you. Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man Two is arguably even a better movie, but I think I liked the first one more just because it meant yeah. so much more to me yeah. at the time as a Spider-Man it fan. Did yeah um for sure but if i have to pick one like you're telling me i can only watch one of these movies again <laughs> and the other two disappear i would probably pick back to the future like there's something okay. about like that movie i mean kyle knows i love time travel stuff and i'll watch anything yeah. with time travel even hinted at in the movie yeah um yeah and that movie's just it's fun i love michael j fox uh like christopher lloyd is incredible in it uh Mm-hmm. it's it's you know it ends on a cliffhanger that just opens it up it's like we can, we're gonna go to the fucking future next time we're like, oh shit kind of a thing and it's just it's just a great movie i watch all the time if it's on tv i stop what are on the channel and i just watch it yeah um, so it's probably that one it's not it's close with those other two but it's probably back to the future part one okay oh god what about you man hey, i'm gonna take a page out of dan's book um go for it <laughs> so so my first one I'd have to think about. I think for me it's going to be Rumble in the Bronx. Great movie, okay. great movie, um, yeah, fantastic. I remember. Um, I remember seeing ads for that on I TV. Really, yeah, well, so I didn't like. <laughs> oh. The only thing I remember, my dad used to take me to this video store that was right up the road, mm-hmm. and it was part of this army surplus store. And my dad was a big military uh-huh. guy, so like he would go look at all the guns, and I would go look at all the video games and the movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And all I remember is looking at Rumble in the Bronx and just, like, the, the cover art. The poster, yeah. And sitting right there, mm-hmm. and, like, fire and stuff, and I was like... That image is right, burned in my it. head, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember watching... Dude, I watched that movie, I think, like, two, three times that night. <sighs> the like, so good. I, it was so good. And, like, it led me on like this whole crusade of like finding out about him and like finding what other movies he's done. And then it's what led yeah. me into like all the other karate based movies that I watched and the people that I've seen through there too. So it's kind of like that one stands out, but also man, Ghostbusters one. Yeah. Was, like, yeah. I so thought about good. that too. And I like, I still watch like if it's on or like if it's on a streaming site and I'm just, circling it like i just watched one and two on hbo max the other day just because i was like yeah they're right there and they were literally on my like front menu page it was like ghostbusters one and two is here and i was like i think yeah i think part of the reason that wouldn't make a list for me is because i have a hard time separating those movies in my head like i love them but it's like i feel like one and two is like one movie kind of a thing i know that's dumb but like Uh, it just kind of feels like it's all one straight thing no i'm right there with yeah. you like i can understand that um and then the other one i think about a lot is the secret life of walter mitty oh i've never <laughs> seen that I, 
You never. Oh, no, man. I, so, like, I know what you're talking about. So like, I know what it is. Up, I'm a. I was a big daydreamer, like, and that's uh. Okay. It's recently that's stopped. What the movie's about? Yeah. Yeah, it's recent. Like over the past like five six years, it's slowed down a lot more. But I like literally remember going through like high school and like middle school and like just staring off and mm-hmm. then like having to be brought back to reality. So like when I first watched it and it was like he was literally just sitting on a park bench and just like played this whole scenario in his brain and how he like <laughs> saved the girl. And like I remember yeah. doing that like as a kid, I remember yeah. being like sitting there going like and just like zoning out and like playing yeah. this elaborate scene in my head. And like when I first saw it, I was like, "Man, this is like this like really speaks out to me." You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's fan. It's so well done. Like if you get the chance to watch it, Dan, please go check mm-hmm. it out. Um, yeah. But if I had to pick one, you got to pick one, and the other two don't exist. Rumble in the Bronx. Okay. Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, I love that movie too. Just because it's so good. Well, it opens and, like, you up so quick. It opens you up to movies you've never thought about before. Because especially like when that came out, we were kids. And, like, right. you don't realize as a kid, like, that's his first movie, but he has an entire fucking back catalog of all this incredible oh stuff in, from China that you've never <laughs> heard of. And then yeah, then I start to discover those things, and I'm like, oh, my God. And it got to a point where we used to have a Suncoast. Remember Suncoast? Like, the movies and music? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have yeah. weird shit you couldn't get anywhere else. So if I want – so exactly. I would always find yeah. Jackie Chan stuff there. You paid for it. You had to pay, like, 30 35 bucks. It was not 20 years ago. But again, where were you going to couldn't find it anywhere else. Yeah. But that's how I found like older shit. Like I love miracles and all that other stuff. And then like you realize that that exists. And then you find out about like uh, all these other guys like Samo and all these other people he worked with. And like, exactly. Shit, dude. Like that's a, that's a hell of a rabbit hole. But, Martial yeah. Law. Martial law, man. Yeah, what really show. drove me crazy was, like, the fact that he did all his own stunts. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the end when they would show, like, everything he's doing. And then, like... You watch him die watching, a couple times, basically. Yeah. you And, like, you watch the other movies he's done. And some, like... Uh, and now I can't remember the name of the movie. But when he's sliding down that glass building, I'm like... Who am I? Is it that's that one? I'm like... It's a great movie. I'm like, that's a great one, too. This man literally did this, like... <laughs> the other really no fucked string. up one was Police Story, where he slid down the metal pole with the lights on it oh, and they were yeah. popping and, and, shit, and shit and he and falls through wow, a glass yeah. thing and you're like how was he alive he died we had our he yeah he died twice <laughs> my dad and i we had our we had our jackie shan renaissance when rush hour yeah. came out and oh, when yeah, that came yeah. out that was the one that introduced me and, and my dad at the same time to to jackie chan and then after that that was like going to blockbuster and like trying to find all these the other weird ones. ones of like let's mm-hmm. get this mm-hmm. one we haven't seen this one we haven't seen that one and yeah. just that was a couple months of like trying to get that backlog, yeah. you know. Well, he had new movies coming out as well. Yeah, so like there were he had um, two phases. Like he had the Rumble in the Bronx <laughs> phase for us, where it was like uh-huh. his first major American movie where it was in uh, yeah. English, and he actually did the voice for it, which was in, which was important. And then, yeah. um, you know, he got big enough to where Rush Hour came out, and he had this whole other like group of people we could pull in. And then, hey, they're talking about Rush Hour four. Let's do it. Give it to me Dude, before it's over. I, am, I don't even care. Like. I'm so excited! Like Jackie, I think I read somewhere he confirmed it. Like they're they're they're, he, they're talking it about it. Um, yeah, they're talking yeah. about it. Let's do it. Listen, I'm hyped. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I just watched the Fast Ten trailer. 
and now <laughs> I just amped about everything. Like, yeah. Oh it to my me. god! <laughs> just watch that Fast Ten trailer. You'll be amped for every, anything forever. Oof. I am ready. Uh, the only other thing I'll throw in there because I know it'll come up. Somebody will ask it because I'm a huge oh, here it is. fan. What my favorite Batman movie is? Right. I'll just definitively tell you it's eighty nine. Of course, Batman with Michael Keaton. Yep. So we go. don't need to. If you want to talk modern, like I do, like the Nolan trilogy and all that other stuff. I really enjoyed the the Batman. That's probably my favorite of the most recent stuff now. But eighty nine Batman, like nothing tops it yeah. for me. So the other the originals the tend to be the best. Right? Was the other the other movie on there that was on my favorite list for a while, like towards the top, um, Lost Highway. Mm, yeah. Such a weird fucked up movie. I love it so. Um, but anyways, we'll go ahead and end this a huge, supersized episode blame of Nintendo for that. Podcast 572. <laughs> we'll blame Nintendo for it. As always, send your emails to podcast572 at gmail.com. We love reading them all. And have a great next two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks for the next episode. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening. Have a good one, guys.